Sirius 197, XM202, the virus. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Kenny, Kenny, you're on the air. You want to put Kenny? Oh, gosh. Kenny Allen. That I'm a pilgrim and you guys are Indians? Okay, that would be fun. All right, that's the first Thanksgiving. Let's pretend. That we can pretend. All right. And I'm like a robot pilgrim. Okay. Brother. But you guys are just like regular Indians. Okay. You don't have any like superpowers like right. I do. Right, because you're the robot yeah. pilgrim. Sure. Right. So now pretend that I'm eating a big turkey. Okay. And I'm enjoying it. And you guys just have like chocolate bars. And that's it. Okay. For Thanksgiving? Right. All right, so the big robot pilgrim is eating turkey. Why does a robot need turkey? Because he's hungry. So why else? <laughs> why else? I guess you're right. You're stupid, Fez. Well, then how about we're Indians and we have bows and arrows and we steal that turkey? Right. No. Why? You guys are my friends. Okay. That's why we're eating together. Then oh, why yeah. are you sharing the turkey? Uh, you need to be thankful for what you have. <laughs> Which is chocolate bars. This is the worst Thanksgiving ever. What's the first Thanksgiving, Fuzzy? So it's you know I guess, the worst. I guess we don't know any better, and we <laughs> and we're really glad just to have chocolate bars. Yeah. So now pretend. Okay. That robots are chasing us. Right. And I get my lightsaber that I have, and I kill them. Right. Yeah. And you guys just try throwing rocks at it, <laughs> but they're not like big rocks. They're like. Like stones. Okay. And it does no good. And I just kill it off with my superpowers, like, easily. Okay. What if we got on our horses and we started charging at the bad No! What? You don't have any horses. We're Indians. Well, they, no. they didn't have horses yet, Fez. Oh. It wasn't until later. I'm making up the rules. Oh, yeah. He's making up the rules. He's the robot pilgrim. I know, but what? it's no fun when he makes up the rules. Just so listen to the robot pilgrim, please. All right, we're pretending. Pretend that I'm eating my turkey again. Right. And I I hand some over to you. Oh, thank nice. you. Finally but then sharing. I take it away and laugh. What? Everyone starts laughing at you. Who? The well, other. the other Indians and pilgrims. So even the other Indians having chocolate bars are laughing at us, too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. All right. So. Why are we being humiliated on the first Thanksgiving? So now pretend. Yeah. Yeah. That we start eating again. Right. And you guys, you start to choke. I'm choking. <laughs> yeah. So now pretend. There must be nuts in this chocolate bar. That. Yeah. I give you the Hamlet maneuver. Oh, brother. You saved us. Mmm, plenty good, thanks, Robot Pilgrim. I am not pretending. Why? I'm the leader. He's the leader. Who said he's the leader? Well, he's a robotic pilgrim. Of course he's the, the, the leader. Just pretend. Yeah, just pretend. Yeah, can't you pretend? Pretend in real life. Okay. <laughs> what? This is really happening, so guys. Pretend? It feels right. like it. That right. you guys... Got a new knife to defend yourself with? Nice. Right. Good. It's better than those stinking stones. 
And you throw it against the train at break. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then everyone starts laughing at you again. The other Indians and pilgrims? Yeah, since that they have, like, guns jeez. and laser beams. How do they get them? Because they're, like, our special friends. Well, let me. You guys are special new. Friend. Let me and the other Indian have something to defend ourselves. Yeah, you got the knives. Yeah, you but broke it broke. Them. Well, pretend well, that it's our, our fault. Yeah, pretend that our knives break, but then we get lightsabers instead. No! Only I have the lightsaber. And we start running around with these lightsabers? Yeah, and we, cha- and we chase the robots away from the turkey. And Indians we- didn't have lightsabers. We get to eat the turkey. Oh, he's no. right. Indians didn't have lightsabers, only pilgrims did. Oh, right. Oh. Robotic pilgrims. <laughs> I read that. All right. So now pretend. No. When is this meal going to end? It's Thanksgiving. It's a big meal. It is a big meal. <sighs> oh, boy. All right. Now what are we pretending? Pretend that you guys got kicked out of the club. What uh, club? The first Thanksgiving club? Yeah. Oh. Ew. <laughs> so pretend. You're having too much fun tonight. I know. Yeah. That. We start running around you guys and throwing stones at you, and they're bruising you because you guys bruise easily. That's why you're always getting made fun of. We can. We're Indians. Why? Why can't you? Pretend we call your mom. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'll call your mom. No. I no. will. I'm going to tell. No. Don't tell. I'm telling. Kenny Allen, don't tell. All right, now he's telling, and we're all going to be in big trouble on Thanksgiving. Great. We're on Thanksgiving again. Boy, that kid doesn't get along well with others. You get along with one character who calls the show? I don't think so. They all really get under my skin. Maybe when the uh, characters call, you ought to take a little break. Because <laughs> they all, you know, b- battle with you. Martin, I enjoy. Retard Martin. I get a kick out of him.
Van and the band. Van the man and the band, the band. It is the Ron and Fez show on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, all hanging out with you. This is a yearly tradition. We always start the uh, show off a little bit with, no, I'm the one who says things. And then a little bit from the uh, last waltz, uh, of course, which is the great Marty Scorsese Thanksgiving movie where the Band. I'm trying to point some stuff out to the interns who... There's two things that went on here. A, they had never heard of the band. B, never heard of Van Morrison. And then C, never heard of Marty Scorsese. Uh, that sounds some culture there. Kids. Yeah, it is. It's one of the interns didn't know about the band. You know about all Marty those Scorsese things, Rustin. But I've Van asked Morrison. you to take Steve Tyson under your wing and teach him these things. I know about Van Morrison. I've, just, I've, I've heard of him. I just wasn't If you knew about him... Work. You know what his voice sounds like. Not so many people sound like. Not yelling out. Is this Joe Cocker? (laughs) Is this Tom Jones? I was put on the spot. Yes, that's what happens when a person asks you a question. I don't know. I don't know. You're right. Uh, But it is the Ron and Fez show. Now, uh, Chris Stanley, you've got some stuff lined up for us today that we're going to do a little time here with people, and we like to say. Happy Thanksgiving, and thank you to everybody who's been there for us the whole year. Because I do believe 
100% and that happiness comes from being thankful, no matter what happens in life. Um, and we went over this. You've got nothing to be happy about this year, Chris. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, every year it gets a little rougher, you know? Yeah. But, uh... And then, Fez, you told me earlier you expected it to be further along by now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I expected to be much further along with a whole lot of things. Well, I just want to point this out. This is the exact opposite of being thankful, the way that you're dealing with stuff. It's the exact opposite of being thankful. Well, I guess I'm thankful that I lived through another heart attack this year. Wow, Debbie Downer over Turkey. Always a problem. Oh, God. I remember when there would be that elderly person at the table when I was a mm-hmm. kid. One more year, we made it. And you're just like, oh, my <laughs> God. Don't ruin this day. I want to go out and play football with my friends. Beat death again. Hex, you and your friends like to go out and throw the ball around in the streets of Astoria? Is that what you do? Is that how you spend Thanksgiving? <laughs> play some stickball oh, on the streets. Please. <laughs> For five minutes, would you... All right, you didn't fucking grow up like some goddamn Brooklyn street kid in the 1950s. Story, baby. Yeah. Uh, but we're also going to just have the, the period that we're all here together today. And, and uh, it's myself, uh, Fez Watley, Chris Stanley, of course, Rustin, and... Here's what I love about this with you being here, uh, Tyson, is that years gone by, we'll go like, who was that kid who was with us that Thanksgiving? I don't think so. No, you think that we're going to be buddies for a long time? I think we're going to be buddies for a long time. All right, I, I think that's you'll good. Re- you'll remember Steve Tyson. I think. Uh, so. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, it'll be that, uh, well, that actually goes the last ball, so I was almost saying Joni Mitchell, but then I thought, who's left to get that joke? Um... And, of course, Mark Zito is here. Or is now I now try to just call him Ziti. Because <laughs> it is a day of eating. You're hungry. Yeah. Well, unlike Chris Stanley, I like to spend it as a festive way. But, Chris Stanley, you're going to spend it how? Um, I'm going to wake up maybe around 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Nursing a hangover. So, actually, as you're saying, it's three hours from now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty ahead. much. Yeah. So, I'll be asleep as this is playing. Mm-hmm. But when I wake up... For the last hour of the show, I'll be having a little a cocktail. So maybe Johnny Walker Red. Sounds about right. A straight whiskey is not a cocktail. Oh, really? Yeah, it has to be mixed <laughs> and made into something nice. I've been saying I've been saying the wrong thing for a long time now. Yeah. What about ice? No, that that's uh, on the rocks. That's oh. just a straight whiskey on the rocks. You're just mixing it with more Johnny Walker. Fuck. I feel mm. silly now. No, don't feel feel silly at all. Uh, so, Mark Zito, you are, uh, well, you're, I guess, where are you going this year for Thanksgiving? I'm going to uh, Rockaway, New Jersey. Oh, really? You're not heading home to uh, Rhode Island? I am not. Um, I'm visiting family down uh, down the tri-state area. Now, why not back to uh, Rhode Island with your mom and dad? Oh, well, they're they're coming down, too. They're, they're coming with me. We're all going to go visit my uh, my dad's brother, and they have three kids. We're going to hang out there. Wow. Nice Zito family Thanksgiving. Now, is that something that you would normally do, or is that just because you're down here in the city? No, that's pretty normal. The only thing that's a little different this year is normally I'd, I'd head back to Rhode Island to see some people there, and I'm not doing that anymore. Oh, not doing the old uh, beautiful girls when he goes heading back to the hills. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing piano down in the city. So anything odd about your Thanksgiving? Anything that you guys do differently that most people don't? No, I think it's pretty standard. Just a lot of drinking. That's mm-hmm. that. Seems to be what most people do, from what I've observed. Um, 
And, well, let's go over here to uh, America's Breakout comic. Yes. And I say that by looking at his neck. Uh, our own Steve Tyson. Steve, how do you spend... Now, I know that's not even your real name. You made up a name to make yourself seem funnier. That's my real name. No. Um, let's, let's go with that. All right, let's go with that. The other day you tell us that you were flying to California, yeah, well, uh, and then that turned out to be a lie as well. That was a filthy lie, Ron. Yeah, okay. I was just trying so to set up. So how are you spending Thanksgiving this year? Um, probably with uh, my family. It'll be my mom, uh, my dad, my grandma. They'll all be over. Uh, we'll wake up. We're going to watch this stupid parade on TV like we do every just year. Just the four of you? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's tradition. So yeah, we watch. It's it not a tradition when there's only four people. <laughs> no, no, I mean right. That that's not. I'm, don't get me wrong. It's a better tradition than what the Golden Orphan has going on. <laughs> but it doesn't seem when people talk about family gathering, they don't mean the same thing that would be any night eating. No, you don't understand. Like my dad wakes me up like an hour early because the parade is on, and he's like, "You got to get up, uh, Steve." The, well, the parade balloons have to be filled. Yes. Uh, so your tradition is to get up an hour early yes. and then eat with the same people that you would have uh, used. I take it you still live with the folks. Still live with the folks, yes. Mm. 22. So. No, no big. It's, you're doing fine. Nobody's mm -hmm. running you down here. Right. So um, so that's exciting for you. It's an exciting day or it's nothing? It's, 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 it's nice to, you know, be with family, you know. Exciting, you know. It's, 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 it's cool to have a day where everyone gets to chill out and just kind of be together. And that's different from Sundays? How? Yeah, because everyone is usually, like, you know, somewhere else. You know. Mm. All right. So it's the Gathering of the Clan, all four of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no well, that's, that's just in the morning. Later on, you know, the uncles come over and stuff. After oh. the food gets eaten? No, not after the food This is the mean. worst <laughs> description. What are you talking about with, with you? The morning. Thanksgiving. So, wait a minute. You thought that I wanted to talk about the Thanksgiving breakfast? Well, is that what you had in your mind? The whole holiday. There's a whole, there's a whole you know. Yes, uh, the holiday part there's is the gathering. And the and the meal. I'm not going to do a ten part series with you. I just want you to say, here's who I'm getting together with, and here's how I eat. Okay. All right. So, uh, oh, mom, dad, grandma, uncles, pretty much anyone who can make it. And then uh, what do we? We just eat everything. Italian food. You know. I thought I didn't. I thought you were Jewish. Uh, I was gonna. Say, I'm half Jewish. So we got like ziti, and then we got like kugel, and you know that's our thing. Which side are you Jewish on? Uh, my dad's side. Mm. So you're not, not a Jew. Jewish. Not you know. a Jew. But people will tell me that I am over well, and over again. But were, were you baptized Catholic? I was actually baptized pretty late. I was like, uh, and not Catholic, Presbyterian. Uh, so you're not even Italian so now. Fuck. You're not Jewish or even Italian. <laughs> no, I'm a Presbyterian no. Italian. No, my grandma is, what was, is, is well, Roman Catholic. Well, Ron, so. it's a tradition. Every year I have a pillow and I'm laying on it. And then, as in every traditional year, an alarm clock will go off. It'll start to rub my eyes. Then it's on to a quick piss. <laughs> when will you get to the point of the Thanksgiving tradition? Um... All right, we'll move it on over here to a young man who I, I think at one point was the no, oh, number one intern we ever had. Then he stopped running hard. But, uh, Rustin, are you heading back to Waco? No, I'm not. I'm actually, the whole clan from Waco is, is heading up. It's, um, they're all here mm -hmm. in the big city. The Beverly Hillbillies have arrived. Um, now, th this they're only up here because you're here? 
Uh, I think that's a part of it. I think they've always wanted to spend Thanksgiving in the city. There's so many things that you can do, but then because I'm here. Right, there's so many things you can do with another million and a half other people. Yeah, we're going to have some some traditions, as Steve Tyson put it. The the interesting thing is this is the the time that New Yorkers try to get out of New York. (laughs) And it's bridge and tunnel. And now, I guess, plane. Yeah, we were just talking about it, actually. We might have to all excited about parade and... They were, we were told probably just sleep on the floor in the hotel so we don't have to wake up early and try to fight the subway system so we can all meet up together at the Macy's Day Parade. Now, wh- why would you sleep on the floor of the hotel? Because my family, who's this is their first time in New York, thinks that the subway system is going to be clogged for everybody coming to the Macy's Day Parade and that the trip from Astoria, we might be late. Oh, okay. So oh, I thought God. you meant the whole family was going to sleep on the floor. No, all right, just, you're, just running, my brother. you're running number two right now as Steve Tyson for being dull. <laughs> And not being, we can't follow along. All right, so you and your brother, well, the subways aren't going to be clogged. You'll be able to get on them, but you should stay over there with your family. That way you might see your stepmom uh, coming out of the shower. Oh, shit. Um, I know, but I'm saying tradition. Okay. I'm just saying for di- tradition's sake. So you guys are actually going to go down and watch the floats go by. Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to be right. We're going to be a part of it. We heard Kanye's going to be there, so we're going to be fucking on the sideline. Why wouldn't the whole family want to be there for the traditional Kanye? <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> uh, and then you guys are eating at Carmine's. Yeah, I think we're going to go. We're going to do. The, they're doing a Thanksgiving spread yeah. where they do a family style. So I think we're all going to go in there. Do you have little kids with you? Yeah, I caught two little brothers. Right little brothers. now, and I don't know whether it's still going on, but today they had put snow all down in Madison Park uh, Square Park. And Jim Carrey was shooting his Penguin movie down there. Really? So it's all set up like a snow scene. That's uh, that's right. We're Shake Shack. We're going to go down there to enjoy some Shake Shack. I'll try to get them to go down there today if they're still doing it. Yeah. Uh, you guys are really doing everything you possibly can. How long are they staying with you? I think they're going to be here till Saturday. Oh, that's nice. Saturday or Sunday, yeah. Oh, so you get a couple of days with them. Yeah, a few days. Are you going to be able to watch Texas play? Is that part of the oh, whole fun? You no, know, we're all going to be in the hotel yeah. watching it together. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Leaving on the floor. The Cowboys, yeah. baby. We're going to just pretend like we're back in Texas. <clears throat> Stay um, in the hotel watching football. And Fez, where will you be? I am in Florida today. Uh, last night we had our new tradition, the family barbecue day before Thanksgiving at my little brother's home. And then Thanksgiving this year, a lot of stuff just going out the window. We're actually going separate ways. My little brother. Wow. Yeah, my little brother and his wife and kids, they're having it with his with my sister-in-law's family. Uh, my niece and nephew, they're uh, spending it with their dad. So we're really downsizing this year. And, of course, Corky will just throw a plate under the door, oh. you know, with his pill problem. We'll just get him a, a plate of Oxycontin and just slide it under. You really do have the spirit of Thanksgiving. Um, Jesus. Tech and your brother's having a problem. So you'll be together with your... You're flying all the way down there, but not everybody in the family who lives there is still paying attention to traditions. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's just all going separate ways for this this one day there. So it'll be me and my mom and dad and my sister. Wow, is that embarrassing. That's like my Thanksgivings when my parents were alive. Yeah. Well, you Which know weren't much better than this one. It is now. nice that some of the kids got lives. And then the other kids have to still come down and sit next to them. <laughs> no, I never married. Pass me the turnips. 
And there's no turkey trot, right, this year? No yes. turkey trot. No, nope. I did not get up early today and do the turkey trot. Why is that, Fizz? Because I felt threatened out there. By? By uh, listeners. By I had uh, a death threat emails uh, weeks ago. So I just, I've done it before where a horrible listener named Chuck Wagon showed up. And then it ended up turning into a huge nightmare. So no more. That tradition is done. It's fun to hear you sit here counting your blessings. This is uh, really touching. Uh, it sounds like Castro's uh, Christmas, where you're so paranoid about others. It's about giving thanks, you know. Well, I'm going to have my body double do that for me <laughs> as he rides around town deflecting any bullets coming my way. Is there anything that you're overly thankful for? You said living through another heart attack, but anything at all? Um, yeah, well, definitely the heart attack. Definitely, you know, the guys in this room I'm so thankful for. Mm. For you and Chris Stanley and the interns oh. and everybody. We don't have names? Come on, Fezzy. You are... Why do you taunt him? Why put the stick in the cage? I didn't... I, just, I wanted to be thankful. I wanted to get a thing. You realize how furious Blowhard is somewhere right now? <laughs> that bastard is ruining this show that for so many years has given us so much love. I, uh, I honestly am starting to sound, it sounds like your uh, Thanksgiving is worse than Chris Stanley's. And I didn't think anybody's could be worse. It's pretty bad. But at least he has the reality of it. Now, Chris, I said this last year, I wanted, I said you could have the, okay, I'm going to ignore the holidays. But this year, your parents have been gone for over a year. Mm -hmm. Don't you think you should go over to the girlfriend's house and maybe spend some time with her family? I maybe thought, an hour or two. I thought about it, but I don't think I am. I think I just need one more year. I mean, she invited me, and I, I, I'm going to go there for Hanukkah, and Hanukkah's early this year. That's because Hanukkah doesn't mean anything to you, <laughs> all right? But Thanksgiving and Festival. Christmas mean something to you, Yes. and I don't want you to make it a day of mourning every year. No, you know what I, I mean? Like, I understand. I, I, I would like you to find some, some ways of creating some new traditions. I will, you know, next year. It's always next year. That's what I always say. What do you think? Should we give him one more year? One more year of just drinking by himself, or should he get out there? I've, I've and I've told him this before many times, but he needs to come celebrate Thanksgiving with a family. Hopefully, my family. We would love to have Pepper Higgs at Carmine's. Uh, uh, isn't that a way of taunting him though for not having any of the stuff that you brought with? He's just throwing it in with? my face. He's yeah. got this big family here with right. little ones and old ones, and just like I. Hey, let's bring in the the weirdo. No, yeah. you wouldn't be the weirdo. Carmines. You would just be another another member of our extended family. We would love to have. Of the, I won't say your last name because you don't want that draft house. <laughs> but okay. Um, maybe I'll stop by. You, All right. You're welcome as well, Ron. That would be phenomenal. Just to snatch a purse and maybe <laughs> give him the York experience. Well, I will. I will be uh, far away with my family. I'll be down in the Chesapeake Bay, in Maryland. So now we're covering quite a few states here. Although Jersey somehow leads uh, in terms of where the most people are going to be. But I'll be together with my family, uh, eating and drinking and having fun, until finally we hear that phrase, excuse me, what is that supposed to mean? No. And then we push the tables back as my dad yells out, let them settle it themselves. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Which, for some reason, uh, always seemed like it was going to be the right thing to do, like, 
hey, let them all punch it out. And when they're tired, they'll love each other. Never really works out that way, but it is exciting. At least it gets punched out, though. Yeah. So what I uh, said to my kids, I go, get your shots in early, get them in often. Because it's going to happen. Why wait for it? You know, it's going to start up. Why not come in through the door? Surprise a couple people. So food doesn't even have to be on the table before no, 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 no. the shit starts going down. Um, as we say, uh, like to say to the cousins, you and your parents have no respect. Oh, God. And then that gets it going. I like picking fights at yeah. that point. And uh, another thing is... My father helped your dad build that garage. <laughs> and now we can't keep anything there. Now you're saying I can't drop off a truck over there and use some of the tools. So it is. It's nice to have the family together and settle some old uh, things that have been going on for a while. Over parking spaces? Parking spaces, keeping other things there. Okay. You know, out of where they can be found. <laughs> Stuff you've got to do to get by in this world. I got it. Stuff that the family's for, right? Um, but when I look at us, I don't admire any of us. I don't think any of us have a particularly good Thanksgiving to uh, look forward to. Fez, I'm going to give you worst. Okay. Followed by Chris Stanley. All right. Um, then I'm going to say, if I had to look over this, well, first of all, uh, I'm going to take you out of it, Tyson, because I don't even understand it. <laughs> even in all the time that we've spent talking, I don't even get it even a little bit. We're all going to get together and eat. It's going to be a good time. But you're not Jews, you're not Italian Catholics, you're nothing. We're, 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 we're but another thing for everything is nothing. You know what I mean? When you, you, you put enough things together, it stops having any meaning at all. It's a melting pot. It's like the United States of America, my Thanksgiving. I don't know if it's a melting pot of little, no. but little chunks of things still <laughs> that haven't melted down, <laughs> but they're all right. still... Uh, and then, of course, we have the tourist Thanksgiving. Perhaps the strangest of all. It's going to be a good. It's going to be an interesting time, Ronnie. It's going to be. Uh, I don't know. This could, it could be disastrous. Well, we're going to go back and play some of the other Thanksgivings, aren't we? As well through the years, and for the last uh, three years, yes. Yeah, for the last three years, one of them is uh, an interview that we did with Arlo Guthrie. Yep. Another time that we had a much bigger studio, we were able to invite listeners in. Yeah, that was 2008. That was like 20, 30 people up in the studio. You know what I I loved about that year, too? Your mom was still alive. And that made it just like a little nicer for all of us. Good times. Uh, Yeah, because I didn't have to think. I wouldn't be sitting there on Thanksgiving going like this. I wonder if he OD'd. I wonder (laughs) if that kid OD'd today. Don't worry, I can handle it. At least physically. You know who said that? Elvis. That was his last words. Hey, he had a hell of a run. Did he? I think so. He was the king, wasn't he? Oh, okay. That's a real title. Yeah. That's a real title. <laughs> Not one him and his friends made up. Hey, and he had a bunch of good friends around him at all times. Oh, yeah. Charlie Hodge was there. <laughs> pills are good for you, Elvis. Take pills. I'm going to take your checkbook and write a couple checks using your name. He was passed out while they were tracing. Elvis. <laughs> oh, shit. No, don't look to him for happiness. I guess looking back, maybe. There's some bottom um, feeders there. Maybe. Why don't you get up early? Okay. Uh, go over with Rustin's family and stand but, but between a bunch of uh, rednecks screaming, It's a great big underdog! Look at the size of that underdog! That's probably the biggest underdog I ever saw in my life. We're going to be there all day. Every oh, single, I know you will. Every single well, time. is it going to be warm that day this year? I mean, it's... 
think, it'll be warm. It's, I think it's supposed to be warm, but you won't be able to tell from television because Al Roker and uh, Meredith Vieira will be just dressed up like it's in parkas. Like right. they're broadcasting from the North Pole. Do you know how warm it's supposed to be there? I know we be... hate Al Roker and <laughs> Boomer and all these people infuriate us for whatever reason. Fuck them. I don't get it. But how? all I wanted to know is what the temperature is going to be that day. 46 degrees is going to rain right. yeah, it's gonna at night. It's a little chilly and rain, and that's going to be nice and ugly for you. Yeah, we've you might want to put on a parka. The whole family's already had discussions about it's supposed to rain. So in case that it rains, oh, here's Jesus our game plan. <laughs> Honey, should the kids put plastic bags over their heads? <laughs> and how many, And by the way, how quick before your family does this? Let's thank Jesus for his turkey. And let's thank Jesus for these turnips. And let's thank Jesus for these peas. We would be nothing without Jesus. Give mm. thanks to Jesus. Why don't you do this? Today. Why don't you say this? This uh, Thanksgiving. I love Jesus so much. I scratched a crucifix in my forehead. <laughs> That's love. Yeah, that is love. That's love. Not only love, it's respect. Um, but that's nice. Your family won't be doing anything religious at all, right? Oh, we usually the uh, the my uh, my mom's side side uh, wins out, and we we do a Jesus prayer pretty much. Oh, that's good yeah. over the juice. Yeah. Um, there's a nice picture of future Rustin. <laughs> oh, and that's not a cross. That's a Nazi symbol. Wasn't there? I thought he had a cross carved in there. No, too, that's a Nazi point. symbol he put in his head. Oh, I thought he mixed it up. You can't really mix and match once those are in there. Well, you can turn a cross into uh, a Nazi symbol, the swastika. I don't know if you could go the other way, though. No, see, there we go. Here's one with, like, a cross. All right. Maybe you're right, then. You Star know, of David, isn't it? That's not a Star of David. Anybody who scratches the Star of David <laughs> in their forehead isn't scared. Anybody. Uh, Steve Tyson, uh, let's uh, bring up thanks. Anything that you're particularly thankful for? Very thankful, uh, first of all, for this internship. It's been a uh, great experience for me. Got to meet a lot of great people. You're not winning an award. No, you're just, no, I'm uh, telling the truth. Being thankful. That's, here. that's right now. It's it's it's, uh, it's a very uh, cool thing. So this is the best thing that ever happened to you this year. Um, there's that, there's my family, my, my great friends that I have in my life, and uh, I'm very thankful for all of them. Now, you're thankful for your imaginary friends? No, my real friends. I have a couple. All right, I want to meet them, because okay. I find it hard to believe <laughs> that you have real friends. They're cool people. What about you, Rustin? Uh, I, I want to give thanks for this. I think the whole ex- this whole experience, New York City, the show, um, just this whole last six months have been something I can be really thankful for. It's going to be something I'll never forget. Particularly the early part of it when you were really up and doing stuff. Right before it went to Rustin used to be. Before I got that little prefix to my name. It was uh, really a great time. You uh, you stopped running hard. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm not thankful for the way you came in through the doors. Okay. You had a nice flash there. Before you're like, you handed me an assignment and I'm throwing it away. Uh, Mark Zita, what about for you? I'm thankful for a lot this year. Uh, still got friends and family, stuff like that. And uh, got a new job this year, graduated college. So a lot to be thankful for. Thankful big for you, Mark? Or Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it is. It's, or do it's... you just expect? But he just gets tense quick, right? When you try to talk with him. Well, I've, just, I've watched the progression of how things go for Steve Tyson, and I just get nervous that something bad's going to happen. You know, you just expect. That's all. It's nice. It's nice to be that way. Uh, but good. I'm glad that you're happy. And look, I don't want to put you on the spot here. 
No, but I am thankful for those things. Well, why don't you be um, thankful that you you come from the smallest state in the entire uh, union, and any step up is good from there. I mean, you could move to uh, New Hampshire, and people would be going, how do you like the big city? <laughs> no matter where you go. Heard they got cars there. Providence is very nice. Mm. It's very nice. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a nice exit, that's for sure. <laughs> oh. It's only one exit, Fez. Holy that's shit. it? Yeah. Well, uh, what are you wearing the glasses for? Do you always wear them? Oh, I, I put them on to see uh, Manson and what was on his forehead. Mm. It was so across. You know I couldn't see across the room. Well, you got those little glasses. It gives him a Santa Claus look. You want to see if you can't book yourself at the back of the parade. <laughs> uh, Chris Stanley, I, I dare ask here, but... Uh, Things that you're thankful for? Oh, I still have things I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for my girlfriend who stuck with me through all my fucked up problems, and I love her very much more than anything. And I, I'm thankful for the Ron and Fez show because I still I love the Ron and Fez show, and I'm glad to work here, and I love it every day. I don't know why that gets a laugh. Uh, you know, some of these other guys don't love it so much. They're like, whatever, it's an opportunity. But you, I know, you come from that place of love. Thank you guys, and thank you guys, and thank, thank you for my friends. That you know, people in my life, you know, that uh, play are, are my family. You know, these are your family. I don't have your you know, fam- you know, blood family, but you know, friends and whatnot. well, you know, most of us just call family, you know, blood family, family. Oh. but the fact that you have to have a special name for it, yeah, I do. So sad. <laughs> it's maybe you're not too old to get adopted. I'll take it. Sure. Sure. Getting it happened for the, it happened with that kid in the end of the wild. That old man adopted him. Oh yeah. It's kind of mm. creepy, though. Yeah, something sexual seemed like it went on there. Yeah, when they came up that mountain, I think he was trying to touch him. Maybe you get to be adopted by an adult toucher. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> an AT, if you will. Well, what about you, Fez? You've told us all the things that you dislike out there in the world. Sure, but uh, like I mentioned before, very grateful, very thankful for some health scares around, you know, around the family and friends that... And everyone's healthy now, and also very thankful for you, my wonderfully patient and kind friend, Ron Bennington. Oh, it's very nice of you. Absolutely. For a second, though, I thought you said that you, were, that you had house scares. Health scares. All right, so that made me feel a little better. Well, house scares? What is going on? Haunted? Well, sometimes I do get nervous at mm. home, but... Or house scares could be health care, now, scares. Now it sounds like cares. If uh, if it's on the show house, what did he mean by that? Do you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tyson. Got that out of the Steve Tyson joke book. I thought it would have worked better. <laughs> well, it worked. It worked. Some of the stuff can be edited, Hicks. Okay. Well, <laughs> no problem. Um, <laughs> Fezzy, I'm thankful for you too, my friend. It's been a like we said we talk about sometimes this weirdness of our careers. We're each other's fair witness. You know, Absolutely. We went through uh, doing this on the air so many times. And um, by show of hands, how many people think Fez is going to be back? How many people think he's got back in it? Because I definitely want to get in on some of that money. Um, it's easy. <laughs> it's easy bread to make. No, I oddly enough, I have no doubt, and I don't know why that is. Lord knows... Uh, I'm flying in the face of what the medical profession says, but I just feel like he can pull out of this. And I have every intention of doing it. I know you do. I see that here you are. We said it's a warm day in New York. We're 
inside a building, a hot building, and you're wearing layered clothing. So I know that... It's everything I own. Right. It's what the insane tend to do. Well, was there a time on that? that you... No, no. Right. And also, uh, Hicks. Yes. Same for you. You know how I feel about you. Thank you, Mr. B. And you do have family. You have me. Oh, I'm your family you, now. Thank you, Ron. And I don't always say this to people, but I want you to know this. I'll kill for you. Fuck yeah. And But don't threaten anyone first if something comes up. Just like, oh, really? Oh. And then we'll never bring it up, and then I'll come by and whack them, and then nobody will know what happened. All right. That makes but sense. don't act like, I'm going to get my friend. You know, no. no fucking leading the police back to how it went down. I understand. It's a total surprise. So should I add this part out th- too then? No, you don't want to double down on this. Because <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm like the Riddler, I'm winking at the cops. Come and catch it. Uh, but uh, I am your family. And to the kids, it's just great to have you guys in here. And I can't believe people still want to be in this business. Because <laughs> you have picked, you know, the buggy whip profession. This is, you know, I hate to tell you this, but you missed the good years. There's no way around it. There was a time when radio was so much fun. Well, the last four months have been a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun. Uh, you've been here for four months? I think it's it's about four months, yes. Y- you've learned nothing. Well, um, no. And, of course, the people who have been such great friends of the show for so long, people like Mikey Boy, and I mean, it would go on and on. And honestly, where would we be without HTG? Ah, uh, we'd be in a mess, that's yeah. for sure. We, uh, okay. So it's amazing to have people like that who become uh, as important to you as all the other people that you go back and meet. Um, of course, uh, Jules and Gail and Miles. It's uh, it's stunning how lucky a person can be in their life. And I do believe in the, the point of Thanksgiving where it's great to do that for one day, but it's great to do it every day of your life because we forget um just how many things tend to go your way. You never think of all the things that work. And there's plenty of them. And also with you kids, I wish you the, all the luck in the world. I mean, I, Rust, I know your heart's open and you're going into... And whatever you decide to do, I just have good feelings about it. Thanks. Um, I also wanted to say to you, too, uh, Tyson, I don't know whether you, you know Rustin, but I actually think he's going to be a real success. <laughs> so... Um, Nice. Maybe one day you, you can brag to people about oh, knowing him. I knew that kid. I and, interned with him. And yeah, and be nice to your parents because they'll always have a room for you. <laughs> so uh, that's good. So we're going to go back and play uh, some other stuff. Well, are we playing the Arlo next? Arlo will be coming up next, yeah. All right, we're going to do uh, Arlo Guthrie, who, of course, does the famous uh, Thanksgiving song, Alice's Restaurant, and... Um, We'll play an interview with him. And then later in the show, we'll play some past years when we had Eastside Dave and Earl with us. Uh, and they're both doing great. I saw Earl the other day, and he was uh, he was fighting a pigeon for a French fry. And they were going back and forth. I don't know. So, but, um, so everything, you know. But uh, Eastside Dave, of course, is doing terrific. He's got that viral uh, bit out there on the Internet. Uh, world's worst uh, house guest. Um, but we, again, I just want to say to the people to listen to the show. It's an, uh, it's an amazing thing to have this kind of long experience with people, and it's not lost on us. 
Well, let me put it, put it this way. It's not lost on both of us. One of us definitely gets it. Uh, anyone else you want to cut out of your life uh, this year, Fez? Uh, no, I think I'm done for uh, 2010. Yeah, because I stopped you from doing it to Mafia Life Chris the other day. Just <laughs> Let's keep a friend. Uh, but we'll, we'll go back and play some of this stuff. Uh, and, of course, uh, I want to thank uh, Kathleen from the Bronx and Bri Bri. Not so much for what you've done for us this year, but coming up in a couple of weeks, you're bringing those hoagies to Fez's house. Yeah. And it's going to be the greatest night of our lives. I can't wait. We're going to eat hoagies. We're going to drink hard. We're going to watch football, and we're going to destroy Fez's house. Sure. Oh, yeah, we're smoking herb. Yeah. And Fez, you even said we can smoke cigars inside? Oh, sure. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. But that part about destroying my home. Fuck yeah. Well, everything <laughs> else sounded nice on the list. Well, it's okay. You, we can trash it. There's nothing there that you. I know uh, you can. Oh. Yeah, it's already trashed in its own way. <laughs> <laughs> it already is. And one of us is going to ha- get to have sex with uh, Fez's cat. And well, it'll be a, be a drawing. All yeah. right. But I do want to thank the people like that and Blowhard. And, uh, I hate to get into it and the Just Johns and all the people who've been there throughout the years. And our new buddy Llama has uh, been fun this year when you just feel like uh, you know people that get it Um, so it's always great to meet new people and it's great to keep friends and and again uh, one more Thanksgiving show it's crazy huh Fez one more boy uh, this one came quick this year yes it did Fezzy it came quick this year so uh, coming up next it's Arlo Guthrie and then after that uh, some of the Thanksgivings from uh, years past Enjoy yourself today uh, and look out for yourself. Coming in from London from over the pole, flying in a big airliner, chicken flying everywhere around the plane. Could we ever feel much finer? Coming in a Los Angeles, bringing in a couple of keys. But don't touch my bag, if you please, Mr. Customs Man. Yeah, I was a ticket to Mexico. No, it couldn't look much stranger. Walking in a hall with a thing got off. Smiling said it was a Lone Ranger. Coming in a Los Angeles. Bringing in a couple of keys. Don't touch my bags if you please, Mr. Customs Man. Walking on the moving floor, tripping on the ladder. There's a man in the line, and she's blowing his mind. Cause he thinks the night is already made her. Coming in a Los Angeles, bringing in a couple of keys. Don't touch my bag, if you please, Mr. Customs Man. Come 
London from over the pole, flying in a big airliner, and flying everywhere around the plane, cause we ever feel much finer, coming in a Los Angeles, but bringing in a couple of keys, now don't touch my bag if you please, Mr. Nelson's man. Arlo Guthrie in studio with us. How are you, sir? Oh, man. <laughs> I walked in, you're playing this thing, and I'm going, who is that? <laughs> you actually said to me, "What? Is, where is this from? Oh, yeah. I go, your album. Yeah. Well, I was saying to you, I only heard it one time. Yeah. You know, well, once doing it, and then once when it came to the house, mm-hmm. like earlier this year, and uh, my kids had found it. And they called me down to this little studio, and they said, Pop, you got to hear this thing. <laughs> I went down there, and they're rolling around on the floor, <laughs> tears in their eyes. And they said, I said, what is that? And they said, that's you. <laughs> I said, oh. <laughs> it's, it, you don't normally see an artist come in and kind of cringe at the performance because you're, it's basically, I guess, uh, somewhat like seeing old prom pictures or something, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, especially this, because it wasn't ever made... I mean, I cringe at, at real records, you know, <laughs> and so you can imagine what it's like when you discover this long-lost <laughs> tape or something, you know, and then uh, we, uh, the, the kids really wanted me, They run my record company, and they decided they were going to put it out, and, and uh, because it was a window into a different world, sure, you know, that's sure. all. And, uh, you know, obviously, 40 years has passed now, your playing style is different, the, just everything about your your show is different. Of course, you've you've changed. Uh, so to go back and just hear that again, yeah. I mean, but you forget. Mm-hmm. You don't remember who you are. It's like you're saying, it's mm-hmm. looking at old prom pictures or something like that, and you go, "That's me." <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's fun though. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting thing. Like you said, this is on your own label, and uh, it's a family business. Like everything about what you're doing now is a family business. It's yeah. the, the Guthrie family rides again as the tour. We got out of the entertainment industry <laughs> in 1982 <laughs> or three and saying, look, forget this. And I had a great time there. Don't get me wrong. Nothing yeah. wrong with it. But I was working like 15 years with Warners, you know, and then disco came in and other things were taken over and you weren't hearing our kind of music sure. uh, uh, on the radio anymore and nobody was writing about it. And uh, and so I think me and Van Morrison and uh, Gordon Lightfoot and Bonnie Raitt, all in one night, <sighs> gone. Yeah, off you the know. label. It was an obvious mistake in the case of some of these people, maybe <laughs> not me. <laughs> you know. So we just started our own thing. Yeah. Well, what's really interesting is how many young people do this now. Like, they don't wait for a record company. They, they find a way of, you know, producing the album and distributing them themselves. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Because that's the way it should have been all all along. So you like the you like the way that it is now. You like the way it's 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 easier in some ways because everybody can make a record. You can mm-hmm. sit around your house on your computer these days, and you can get around with all your friends and actually make CDs and stick mm-hmm. the labels on them, and you can do whatever you want. On the other hand, because there's you know fifty million people doing that, it's harder to jump out and be somebody. Sure, exactly. So I mean that that's two edges of the same sword yeah but at the same time in neither of those cases do you have to sell your soul right so i think it's a better deal 
Well, you know, uh, again, the, I guess what would be tougher for the younger people is they don't have something like uh, City of New Orleans was for you, where it's out there to the mass public, people that don't kind of go looking for music. They hear places, and then they'll go, who is this guy, and then be able to follow you. It's not only that, but even like, you know, uh, what's happened in the last 15, 20 years is that we've target marketed everything. Right. You know, and it used to be there were three radio stations in your town mm. uh, at best and three TV stations and all of the different kinds of entertainment, whether it was country guys or whether it was rock and roll guys or gospel choir or whatever it was, the jazz guys, the blues guys, the, you know, the bluegrass mm -hmm. guys, it was all on one thing. Right. And so they had different time slots, and you could basically tune in and hear a little piece of other people's worlds. Right. And these days, everything is targeted between, you know, 15 and 16 and 13 Good. and 12 or whatever it is. And so you don't have – so it's harder to break in – there is no really big general mass anything anymore. Right, exactly. Even the, the people that are considered big stars today, they're not selling the same kind of albums – that were being sold twenty thirty because years ago. the the infrastructure is not there. Yeah, it's it's just a different world. Did radio start to change that when radio got more niche, or do you think that uh, had more to do with the record companies and the way they promote it? I think it's probably both. Yeah, uh, and you got to remember, it's not only just the music. Think of this: back in the sixties, uh, it wasn't just music that was in the same sort of world. Mm -hmm. Fashion was in the same world. Yeah. Uh, art was in the same world. You had uh, uh, fashion designers and artists who uh, were as popular as some of the musicians guy, and they mm -hmm. all were hanging out with each other, and they all knew each other, and they were all integrating the arts. Sure. And that's gone too. There's no relationship really anymore uh, between any of those uh, endeavors and, and and the world that we live in. Yeah. Well, we're also 40 years since Woodstock, and of course that one set that you did there, you know, changed your life. But at the at the same time, if you even look back to the lineup of that show, they never would have. There were so many different types of of music yeah. being played, and know? there was more that was invited that didn't even show up. Right. I mean, they invited you know Johnny Cash and all kinds of other people. Huh? Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't just it wasn't just what it ended up being. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people, and I think most people, of course, missed the whole thing about when we were, t I was cringing this last summer, talking about cringing. Sure. I was getting calls, emails, you know, letters and everything from newspapers, magazines, TV and radio. And they were all asking the same thing. They all said, Arlo, what was it like, you know, being yeah. at Woodstock, man? <laughs> and I'm going like, I remember getting there. <laughs> that, was, that was about it. Right. And so they want to talk about it. And I was running away from it. I really didn't want to deal with it. Because nobody was talking about the important thing, which was that the promoters of the show were just normal promoters, like yeah. every other day guys, trying to make a buck, doing a, the most fabulous music event in the history of the world. And at some point decided, forget the money. Let's take care of the people. Yeah. You know, they said, you know, this, it's going to be trouble if we try to bring in the guards and make everybody pays and their defenses are coming down. Let's just let them in and we'll call it a free festival. And I remember Michael Lang coming over to me and saying, Arlo, we've made it a free festival. We may not be able to pay you. And I said, hey, I'm here. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do something. And everybody basically, without maybe with a few exceptions, uh, just said, sure. It would be like today if some insurance company 
suddenly said, you know, for the safety and well-being of all of our uh, subscribers, we're not going to make a profit this year. <laughs> it would be that historic. Yeah. And all the stuff that people were talking about springs from this decision that they right. made. And, but nobody talks about the decision. And so to me, you know, I thought, let's just go on with life. You know, it's another anniversary. Yeah. It'll be the 50th. Hopefully, we'll, some of us will be around. And, it'll, and, and maybe one of these days we'll get to the heart of it. Yeah, and you're right, because it does seem like, you know, if anything, if you go re- back and read about those guys, they kind of got blamed for being unorganized and not having their stuff together, but really think that they've been still making money off of that concert all these years later. Well, they still in the logo. That's the, that's the thing, is that they made the decision not to make the money, and of course, they made far more <laughs> than they ever thought, just by making that right decision. Yeah. Uh, and you know, when I, I see the way that you handle your business now with your family having the record label and, and your kids all playing with you. It's not really unlike uh, a great restaurant that's been, you know, family owned and operated for a lot of years, you know. It, it doesn't seem like a, um, a music organization. It just seems like any other family business. It really is. Yeah. It was my dad's dream, you know. I mean, uh, my dad and my mom had a dream that someday they'd have a lot of kids and a lot of grandkids and they'd just all go out playing music together. Right. And, of course, they never got to live that. Hmm. But we got to live it. Yeah. And in some way, we're living somebody else's dream, but it, it's fabulous. And yeah. this all came about because when my dad passed away, it was 1967, and a guy sat us down and, and started telling us what the story was. In other words, his songs are over here, you get this much. His records are over here, you get that much. His, you know, whatever. And I suddenly realized that me and my mom had no freaking idea how it worked. Yeah. And I said, that ain't going to happen to my kids. I, don't, I told them all, I said, you don't have to go into this business, you don't have to play music, but you need to know how it works. Right. Because we had been getting screwed for years, sure. you know. So that's uh, not, it's not happening anymore. Particularly in the case of, you know, the, in, in Woody's time, so many people were being taken advantage of, not having song rights and stuff Absolutely. Like that. All yeah. the old blues singers, all the old jazz players. I mean, everybody, without exception, uh, was put in the same position yeah. where nobody knew. It wasn't something you even asked. And even though it seems unusual what your family is doing now compared to, the you know, the rest of America... If you go historically, families kind of, you know, before TV, families played instruments at night for themselves, you know. So uh, did everybody. My yeah. dad grew up in a time before electricity. Yeah. I mean, it's not that long ago. Yeah, we, right. we tend to think that, you know, the world's been like this for a while. This is yeah. brand new. We're still at the beginning of this age, you know. And my dad and Lead Belly, all those guys, they grew up with horses and mules, and, uh, you know, kerosene lamps and stuff like that when they were kids. Uh, and this is a they they come from this long tradition mm-hmm. of tens of thousands of years of people sitting around playing their own music. It wasn't new to them. Right. But at some point, uh, they noticed that it was going to change because the with the advent of electricity and with radio and with uh, other kind of ways of getting around uh, there was a new kind of music that was for everybody because the old kind of music had just been you and your guys. Right. You know, where you came from, the old songs, who murdered who, who stabbed what, you know, I mean, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Plus the dancing around songs and the putting the kids to sleep songs. And they, they had this long history of all that kind of music, all of which was disappearing 
in the face of this new thing that was popular music. Yeah. And so they went around and they put out these books, and nobody did anything with them, all these old song books, until a couple of guys from, you know, wearing college sweaters with letters and numbers started singing, you know, calypso ballads. And all of a sudden, with the Kingston Trio and other groups right. like that, it it was kind of odd seeing all these young college guys, you know, singing chain gang ballads. I mean, <laughs> where was that coming from? But still, it it awakened everybody. Hey, there's a history here. And yeah. thank God that these guys had gone around and put the songs in the books. So everybody went back and learned them in the, you know, 50s and 60s. And, uh, and that tradition of writing songs became normal, mm-hmm. especially with guys like, you know, Phil Oaks and, and Dylan and others who were here in the city, you know, in yeah. New York. And uh, and it's 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 been a way of life ever since. Yeah. Uh, and you fit into that tradition, and at the same time, you kind of went off on your own. I mean, because if you look at traditional uh, music, and then even stuff like you know the motorcycle tale that's on this, you know, <laughs> it, it it kind of fits in as storytelling. But at the same time, it's I I don't recall anything being like that style of, of music before no it's kind of odd <laughs> i mean and the funny thing here's the really funny thing is that I, I really thought at some point because when i first started i was about 13 years old and i was playing in these little clubs that i would sneak into because i wasn't supposed to be in them and yeah, i'd do a couple of few songs or something like that in the early days i was just singing my dad's songs i loved my dad's songs right. and people came you know if they came at all they came to hear woody's kid singing woody songs right I started writing my own songs, which were these long narrative tales, and people would come and they'd say, Would you shut up and sing? I went up and I saw Ray. There was only one thing Ray could say was, I don't want to pickle. Just long ride my motorcycle. And I don't want to pickle. I'd rather ride my motorcycle And I don't want to die Just want to ride my motorcycle Before you sing it worse, worser, I must explain how the song came about. 
By that time you'll be very tired and bored, and it'll really sound funky and good. It was about the time I was driving a motorcycle down a mountain road at 150 miles an hour, playing a guitar. Bob was in the sidecar with the bass. It was very strange. The bass had a little wheel on the on the bottom of it, and he was holding it outside. We hit a drain. The wheel went in the drain. And it stayed there. The bass was in Bob's hands, and his hands stayed around the bass. Bob's feet and his unmentionables were in the in the sidecar, and they stayed there. As a result, we made a very definite turn off the road. We were going over a cliff. It was weird. We were doing 150 miles an hour and 500 feet down at the same time. I looked down. I said, "Wow, some trip." I knew it was my last trip. And in my last remaining seconds in the world, I decided to write one last farewell song to the world. Took out a pen, piece of paper, sat back and thought a while, and eventually the words came to me. I don't want a pickle, just want to ride a motorcycle. Not I don't want a tickle, I'd rather ride a motorcycle. Not I don't want to die, just want to ride a motorcycle. Well, I knew it wasn't the best song that I ever wrote, but I didn't have time to change it. It's coming down mighty fast. But as fate would have it, I didn't die. I landed on the top of a police car, and he died. Thank you. Anyway, we drove into town, playing the motorcycle song. We came into town at a screaming 175 miles an hour. Came around the corner, stopped the bike. The bike went around by the corner by itself. Went up on a stand by itself. We got off. Walked up to a friend of ours. He was eating a pickle. It was a very weird meeting. We were very tired. Uptight. A friend of ours was an undercover agent eating a pickle, but we knew that from before. His pickle was weird and microphoned. I mean, we never saw a pickle with a cord hanging out of it before. I heard you had some trouble yesterday. <laughs> Twenty-six kids got busted. Wow. Few from here. That's groovy. I mean, it's not really groovy for you, but it's groovy for whoever busted them, I suppose. <laughs> 
maybe to get paid more or something. We're honored tonight by have the busters here in the audience. <laughs> I'm glad you dig them. <laughs> Maybe they won't bust you. Maybe they will. Anyway, what we're going to do is sing the song again. Like you really didn't want a pickle. And if we sing it really groovy with good vibes, every time that you see the cop, that's going to bust you, he'll be singing, I don't want a pickle, and you'll know that he's the guy. Turn all your vibes on to the fuzz tonight, as we launch into another episode of, hmm, Just wanna ride on my motorcycle, and I don't want to go. I'd rather ride on my motorcycle, and I don't wanna die. I just wanna ride on my motorcycle. And, of course, Alice became popular and stuff like that. And so a few years after the war ended and the draft was gone and stuff like that, I quit doing some of those long songs. And people would come to the shows and they'd say, shut up and talk. <laughs> you know, and I realized, you know, this is Rick Nelson syndrome. Right. You can't please everybody. You just got to do your own stuff. So I've encouraged my kids, just write their own kind of songs, sing their own kind of songs. Don't worry about who the audience is. Don't worry about being popular. You know, if you're happy doing what you're doing, mm -hmm. uh, it counts for more than being somebody. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure, that, was there a lot of humor in folk music before you started to Yeah, write there this? always was, yeah. especially in the old cowboy songs and right. stuff like that. And the ones that we know are all the, all the cleaned up versions. Right. But when you go back and look at the real versions, it's a whole different world. That, you know, it's funny bringing up cowboy songs, too, because in country and western, somehow western kind of disappeared off the radio and it just became this country thing but most of the the country and western songs were cowboy songs early on well there was a western tradition of songs and you mm -hmm. go back to the real stuff and you actually listen to it it's yeah. combined with jazz and blues you got jazz players and blues players all sitting around singing these old kind of songs playing them mm -hmm. it was a there was a uh, a coming together of all the different forms of music at the turn of the last century that uh, allowed for hillbilly jazz and all, I mean, combinations of stuff you would never think of. I mean, this day, you couldn't even get away with it. Sure. Uh, but in the old records, the old, the old stuff, uh, there are great players who went from genre to genre. Right. Uh, just because they were good players. Not even consciously, just this feels like fun. And there was clarinet and yeah. sax and piano and all that in all these old uh, kinds of records, these Western records. Uh, you don't. You wouldn't hear it today. Yeah, 
And mainly it's because nobody told them not to. They didn't have the record company. They, they were party animals. They yeah. just loved playing. And they went around. They were playing with each other, getting in trouble with each other, drinking with each other, smoking with each other, having a good time. Mm-hmm. And nobody had all these little categories. Nobody had an outfit that you had to wear. Yeah. You know, it was all for fun. Yeah. And they were and they were having a great time. And so at that point, you said when you left the record label, you just said, I'm just going to find my own path. It's not like you set up a, a marketing plan or a business <laughs> <You> plan. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I'm, not, I'm a man without a plan. You yeah. know, I don't like plans anyhow because I can never stick to them because something else always happens. Yeah. You know, uh, and I just thought it would be really nice to make a record without somebody looking over your shoulder. Sure. It would be nice to just do that. And as a matter of fact, talking about Cowboys, the very first thing I did after 15 years of working with Warners, who I love dearly, by the way, the guys here are all great. But as soon as I was freed from that, I made a record of old Cowboy songs because sure. nobody was making that. And I'll tell you a story. And just stop me if I go on. But we put out this record. Nobody talked to me about it. Nobody interviewed me. Nobody did anything. We just we didn't even advertise. We just put it out. Six months later, I'm in Wyoming, playing out in the middle of nowhere at a little place called the Mangy Moose in um, Hmm. Teton Village or something. And an old rancher comes in while we're setting up about three in the afternoon. He's looking for Guthrie. And I'm going, oh, man, what did I do? You know, so he comes in. He says, are you Guthrie? I said, yeah, this is Guthrie. I just want to thank you for making that record. It's called Son of the Wind. I said, oh, that's very nice. He said, nobody makes those songs anymore. I said, well, would you like to come to the show? You know, comp you in and stuff. He said, no, don't go to shows. But I just wanted to come by and thank you for making it. And I thought to myself, that record got to the guy that needed to hear it, that wanted to hear it somehow, without any hype, no promotion, not a cent spent on it. It got to the right guy. And if that happens, you don't have to worry about all that stuff. It'll get to who it needs to be. Yeah. So you just let it fly out there. Now, I mean, even like uh, in the new album, Tales of 69, you haven't even listened to it. You let the kids find out if the quality was good and put it out there for the people who were interested. It's not for everybody. You know, I mean, there's a lot of references in there to people who nobody knows who they are anymore. (laughs) I mean, some of us of a certain age might remember that Lyndon Johnson was president, but nobody remembers who Spiro Agnew is or some of the generals who were around at the time. And I'm referencing them because in real time, when it was recorded, these were important people. Sure. But they've all disappeared from the public knowledge. And certainly kids who might be interested in the 60s or something like that are not going to understand who these guys are. They, on the other hand, the guys are still here. They just have different names and sure. different faces, but it's the same guys. Yeah, things don't change much. Uh, politically, uh, you were behind Ron Paul. I was, last yeah. Time. Um, uh, and the media kind of already, before you know he even gets, could move his way up in the Republican Party, the media suddenly spin it as, you know, he was wacky or whatever, but oh, a, lot of people, a lot of people were there for him. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't like, I don't agree with anybody 100% about anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've been a sort of lifelong uh, liberal in my thinking of things. And uh, that hasn't changed. I, I have switched affiliations from time to time with, because you get tired of preaching to the choir, you want to find a new choir. doesn't yeah. mean the preaching changes. Yeah. It just means other people need to hear uh, what it is you're talking about. 
I think the words have confused everybody now. Conservatives are not really conservative. Sure. Uh, uh, Republicans ain't Republicans anymore. And the Democrats, who we were counting on to do certain things, look like they're just as bought and sold as most of the others. So I'm, you know, I'm more independent-minded and have probably will stick to that label for a while because none of the other ones actually worked for me. And you do, you feel good just tweaking. Well, here's an interesting thing, and, you know, we got you back in New York, and you're going to be playing Carnegie Hall, where you still have this favorite son thing with you in New York City after all these years, too, which... Well, I am from Brooklyn, you know, yeah. and, you can, and you, can, you can take me out of Brooklyn, but it doesn't go far from my heart, you know, especially at times when you need it. Yeah. Uh, but one thing about the protest songs that you were done, since they were done with humor... Um, they're really different from the other stuff. I mean, if you listen to Alice's Restaurant, it's really not angry. There's, it's the exact opposite of angry. Well, not only that, I still, to this day, uh, you know, insist that uh, it gets called an anti-war song. It was never an anti-war song. It was an anti-stupid song. Right. You know, if war happens to be stupid, okay, if the shoe fits, fine. But yeah. it wasn't It wasn't against the military. It wasn't against soldiers. It wasn't against this particular thing. What it was against was the stupidity mm. that we find ourselves dealing with from time to time. And it wasn't me that invented this, uh, the, the, what's the, the crux of the song, mm-hmm. which is this uh, balance between it, the little guy versus the big world machine. Right. That, to me, always intrigued me. That's what I loved about Charlie Chaplin. That's what yeah. I loved about some of my heroes. Uh, and so this song, this narrative fits that. That's how I think. Of yeah, it. I, it's real. It's interesting. It could almost be like a Bugs Bunny cartoon there, because whatever happens to you in the song, you just kind of go with it. You're drafted. OK, I'm going to have fun over here. I'm in jail. All right. I'm going to have fun over here. You don't let their version of reality get to you at all. Uh, well, I'm, I've been known to be stubborn, you know. Mm-hmm. That's, at least what, that's what the wife said. Oh, wait, she's listening. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you get your set, especially when the older you get, the more set you get, mm-hmm. and the more just uh, immovable you become in certain things. And uh, one of the things that I really don't want to be moved too far from my center is that the world, your life is short enough, no matter how long or short it may be and you really don't want to get so caught up in the world and all its little problems sure that you lose your own self uh, in the process uh there's a quote somewhere in there it's uh, probably scriptural but uh that rings true now for mm. me as it uh, did my old buddy phil oaks who i mentioned earlier was one of these guys that it seemed like he almost lost his soul getting in so getting caught up in the times Writing about them, sure. writing about them brilliantly. Uh, but when all of the times changed, suddenly he had no place to stand. Yeah. And so you don't want to lose that. You want to stand with things that are going to be around for a while, yeah. which means your sense of humor and your, you know, your sense of genuine sincerity, if, they, if it's part of you. And that's what we're that's what we're about, and we've always done that in our family. Yeah, it can be very difficult if you let who's ever president at that time set up who who you are and what you are, even if it's just being against that person. You see it's that time really and time tough. Again. Yeah, it's it's tough not to let the times define you. Mm-hmm. It really is, but it's probably an effort worth pursuing. Yeah. 
love it, man. Uh, you know, there's the the picture that of you and your family in uh, Vanity Fair. Oh my God! Uh, I don't any, know how she took that freaking picture. Was that Annie Leibovitz who took yeah, that you shot? You betcha. Yeah, uh, which is just an amazing shot. And it almost looked like it could have been shot at any time in the history of the United States. It really. It's hard. Look, you know, when I was 18, you could take 100 pictures of me, and I'd like about 50 of them. Mm -hmm. I'm 62 now. <laughs> you got to take 10,000 pictures to find one I like. <laughs> and here is this woman yeah. that comes up, takes all 13 or 14 or 15, I don't know how many are in the family now, uh, mm -hmm. and everybody is that one. Right. At the same time. That's impossible. <laughs> and, but that's, that's her brilliance. And the amazing thing is now, as a family, you have your family portrait now done as probably the, the greatest portrait photographer in America, if not the world. Uh, and that's something for you guys all to hang on to. Uh, yeah, know. yeah. I've been trying to get a big one blown up so we can remember. You know. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was really nice of them to, to be interested. And this is from look, look, somebody like me who hasn't been part of the entertainment industry for, what, over 20 years. Yeah. For Vanity Fair to even be interested in sending somebody of that caliber like Andy Leibovitz up there, I was impressed. Well, you say that you're not part of the entertainment business because you kind of gave up the rat race part of it. But you guys are out there on the road like a, a family carnival or something. Now. <laughs> you know, you're just all out there making this thing happen. Well, the nice thing right now is that the tour that we're on uh, is it really does have everybody from that's two. Mm -hmm. and there's a few of those. So these are my grandkids up to me. I guess I'm the oldest one up there. And. All of these, uh, all of my kids have independent musical careers. Right. They're touring. My daughter, Sarah Lee, and her husband, Johnny Irene, are over in Europe all the time, working there, working in this country. My daughter, Kathy, sings with Amy Nelson, Willie's daughter, and wow. folk uke, a little duo that you couldn't play any of their songs, even on XM. <laughs> oh, serious. And, and so uh, my daughter, Annie, has been uh, working, singing now uh, locally. My son, Abe, has been in bands forever since he was three years old and been working with me. All of these people could work independently. Mm -hmm. So to get them all to come together and do it all in fun with n n no games going on, no right. no family problems, that's the great thing about singing together. And I'll tell you a secret. Is when we first started doing this years and years ago, not all of us because we weren't all there then, but some of us, uh, we had to learn to listen to each other as musicians because as parents and kids, you know, the, what you're saying goes in one ear and out the other. Sure. You pick and choose what you think you want to hear. If it's go to town and go shopping, yeah, you heard that. If it's take out the garbage, well, <laughs> maybe in my case it might be different, but you know what I'm saying. Right. But as musicians, you actually have to pay attention to what other people are doing. Otherwise, the music sucks. So that art of learning how to do that is just another discipline in life. But it translates off the stage. It doesn't stop when you stop playing. And all of a sudden, all the kids started getting along a little better. Yeah. And I was getting along better with them. And the whole family was just a little happier because everybody had learned to hear each other. Now, if we could just get the freaking Congress to take up music playing <laughs> a little more often, it might be a better world. Every meeting has to start with a couple of songs. Uh, we have everybody do uh, Goodnight, Irene, and then we If they all had to play together, they'd yeah. actually learn to, to listen a little more often. Arlo Guthrie, what a pleasure, my friend, to have you in here today. Thanks. And uh, best of luck. Uh, Carnegie Hall, uh, of course, for the big Thanksgiving show and back on the road with the family. 
Yeah, that's it. That's our life. I appreciate it, my man. We'll end this, of course, since for Thanksgiving show with Alice's Restaurant. I appreciate it again, Arlo. Thanks, man. Restaurant, it's about Alice and the restaurant. But Alice's restaurant is not the name of the restaurant, that's just the name of the song. And that's why I call the song Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Now it all started two Thanksgivings ago, two years ago on Thanksgiving when my to visit Alice at the restaurant, but Alice doesn't live in the restaurant. She lives in the church nearby the restaurant in the bell tower with her husband Ray and Fotch is a dog. And living in the bell tower like that, they got a lot of room downstairs where the pews used to be. And having all that room, seeing as how they took out all the pews, they decided that they didn't have to take out their garbage for a long time. We got up there, we found all the garbage in there, and we decided it'd be a friendly gesture for us to take the garbage down to the city dump. So we took the half a ton of garbage, put it in the back of a red VW microbus, took shovels and rakes and implements of destruction, and headed on toward the city dump. Well, we got there, and there's a big sign and a chain across the dump saying closed on Thanksgiving, and... We had never heard of a dump closed on Thanksgiving before, and with tears in our eyes, we drove off into the sunset looking for another place to put the garbage. We didn't find one. Till we came to a side road, and off the side of the side road was another 15-foot cliff, and at the bottom of the cliff was another pile of garbage, and we decided that one big pile is better than two little piles, and rather than bring that one up, we decided to throw ours down. That's what we did. Drove back to the church, had a Thanksgiving dinner that couldn't be beat, went to sleep, and didn't get up until the next morning when we got a phone call from Officer Obi. Said, kid, we found your name on an envelope at the bottom of a half a ton of garbage, and wanted to know if you had any information about it. And I said, yes, sir, Officer Obey, cannot tell a lie. I put that envelope under that garbage. <laughs> After speaking over for about 45 minutes on the telephone, we finally arrived at the truth of the matter and said that we had to go down and pick up the garbage and also had to go down and speak to him at the police officer station. So we got in the red VW microbus with the shovels and rakes and implements of destruction headed on 
toward the police officer station. Now, friends, there was only one or two things that Obie could have done at the police station, and the first was that he could have given us a medal for being so brave and honest on the telephone, which wasn't very likely, and we didn't expect it. Another thing was that he could have bawled us out and told us never to be seen driving garbage around the vicinity again. Which is what we expected But when we got to the police officer station There was a third possibility That we hadn't even counted upon And we was both immediately arrested Handcuffed And I said, Obie, I don't think I can pick up the garbage With these handcuffs on I said, shut up, kid Get in the back of the patrol car And that's what we did Sat in the back of the patrol car And drove to the, quote, scene of the crime, unquote I want to tell you about the town of Stockbridge, Massachusetts, where this happened here. They got three stop signs, two police officers, and one police car. But when we got to the scene of the crime, there was five police officers and three police cars being the biggest crime of the last 50 years, and everybody wanted to get in a newspaper story about it. And they was using up all kinds of cop equipment that they had hanging around the police officer station. They were taking plaster, tire track, footprints, dog smelling prints, and they took 27 8 by 10 color glossy photographs with circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one explaining what each one was to be used as evidence against us. Took pictures of the approach, the getaway, the northwest corner and southwest corner, and that's not to mention the aerial photography. After the ordeal, we went back to the jail. Obi said he was going to put us in the cell. Said, kid, I'm going to put you in the cell. I want your wallet and your belt. And I said, Obi, I can understand you wanting my wallet so I don't have any money to spend in the cell, but what do you want my belt for? And he said, kid, we don't want any hanging. Said, Obi, did you think I was going to hang myself for littering? Obi said he was making sure, and friends Obi was, because he took out the toilet seat so I couldn't hit myself over the head and drown. And he took out the toilet paper so I couldn't bend the bars, roll out the roll the toilet paper out the window, slide down the roll, and have an escape. Obi was making sure, and it was about four or five hours later that Alice, remember Alice? The song about Alice. Alice came by and with a few nasty words to Obi on the side, bailed us out of jail. We went back to the church, had another Thanksgiving dinner that couldn't be beat and didn't get up until the next morning when we all had to go to court. We walked in, sat down. Obi came in with a 27 8 by 10 covered glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back each one. Sat down man came in said, all rise. We all stood up, and Obi stood up with the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures. And the judge walked in, sat down with the C&I dog, and he sat down. We sat down. Obi looked at the C&I dog. And then the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one, and looked at the C&I dog. And then the 27, 8 by 10, colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one and began to cry because Obi came to the realization that it was a typical case of American blind justice and there wasn't nothing he could do about it. And the judge wasn't going to look at the 27, 8 by 10, colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one explaining what each one was to be used as evidence against us. And we was fined $50 and had to pick up the garbage in the snow, but 
That's not what I came to tell you about. I came to talk about the draft. We got a building down New York City. It's called Whitehall Street, where you walk in and you get injected, inspected, detected, infected, neglected, and selected. I went down to get my physical examination one day, and I walked in, I sat down, got good and drunk the night before, so I looked and felt my best when I went in that morning. Cause I wanted to look like the all-American kids from New York City. Man, I wanted, I wanted to feel like all, I wanted to be the all-American kid from New York. And I walked in, sat down, I was hung down, brung down, hung up, and all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things. And I walked in, I sat down, they gave me a piece of paper, said, kid, see the psychiatrist, room 604. And I went up there, I said, shrink, I want to kill. <laughs> I mean, I want, I want to kill, kill. I want, I want to see, I want to see blood and gore and guts and veins in my teeth. Eat dead, burnt bodies. I mean, kill, 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 kill. And I started jumping up and down, yelling, kill, kill. And it started jumping up and down with me, and we was both jumping up and down, yelling, kill, kill. And the sergeant came over, came to let him set me down the hall, said, you're our boy. And you feel too good about it. Proceeded on down the hall, getting more injections, inspections, detections, neglections, and all kinds of stuff that they were doing to me at the thing there. And I was there for two hours, three hours, four hours. I was there for a long time, going through all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things, and I just having a tough time there, and they was inspecting, injecting every single part of me, and they wasn't leaving no part untouched. Proceeded through, and I went finally came to see the very last man. I walked in, walked in, sat down after a whole big thing there, and I walked up and said, what do you want? He said, kid, we only got one question. Have you ever been arrested? I proceeded to tell him the story of Alice's Restaurant, Massacre, with full orchestration and five-part harmony and stuff like that. And then all the phenomena stopped me right there and said, Kid, did you ever go to court? I proceeded to tell him the story of the 27 eight by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one that stopped me right there and said, Kid... I want you to go over and sit down on that bench that says Group W. Now, kid! And I, I walked over to, to the bench there, and there's, there's Group W's where they, where they put you if you may not be moral enough to, to join the army after committing your special crime and there was all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly looking people on the bench there mother rapers father stabbers father rapers father rapers sitting right there on the bench next to me and one they was mean and nasty and ugly and horrible and crime fighting guys was sitting there on the bench 
And the meanest ugliest nastiest one The meanest father raper of them all Was coming over to me And he was mean and ugly and nasty and horrible And all kinds of things And he sat down next to me and said Kid What'd you get? I said I didn't get nothing I had to pay fifty dollars And pick up the garbage <laughs> I said what were you arrested for kid And I said littering and they all moved away from me on the bench there to carry a bone, all kinds of mean, nasty things. Till I said, and creating a nuisance. And they all came back, shook my hand, and we had a great time. On the bench talking about crime, mother, stabbing, father, raping, all kinds of groovy things that we were talking about on the bench. And everything was fine. We were smoking cigarettes and all kinds of things until the sergeant came over. Had some paper in his hand, held it up and said, kids... This piece of paper's got 47 words, 37 sentences, 58 words. We want no details of the crime, time, the crime, and that kind of thing. You got to say, pretend to about the crime, one of the rest of the officers, name, and that kind of thing. You got to say in the top for 45 minutes, and nobody understood a word that he said. But we had fun filling out the forms and playing with the pencils on the bench there. So I filled out the massacre with the four-part harmony, and... Wrote it down there just like it was And everything was fine And I put down a pencil And I turned over the piece of paper And, and there There on the other side In the middle of the other side Away from everything else on the other side In parentheses Capital letters quoted read the following words Kid, you rehabilitated yourself. I went over to the sergeant and said, Sergeant, you've got a lot of damn gall to ask me if I've rehabilitated myself. I mean, I mean, I mean that just I'm sitting here on the bench. I mean, I'm sitting here on the group W bench Cause you wanna know if I'm moral enough to join the army Burn women, kids, houses, and villages after being a litter bug He looked at me and said, kid You don't like your kind And we're gonna send your fingerprints off to Washington And friends, somewhere in Washington Enshrined in some little folders and study in black and white of my fingerprints and the only reason I'm singing you the song now is cause you may know somebody in a similar situation or you may be in a similar situation and if you're in a situation like that there's only one thing you can do is walk into the shrink wherever you are just walk in say shrink you can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant and walk out. You know, if one person, just one person does it, they may think he's really sick and they won't take him. And if two people, two people do it in harmony, they think they're both faggots and they won't take either of them. And if three people do it, 
three. Can you imagine three people walking in, singing a bar, Alice's restaurant, and walking out? They may think it's an organization. And can you can you imagine fifty people a day? I've said fifty people a day walking in, singing a bar, Alice's restaurant, walking out. And friends, they may think it's a movement. And that's what it is. The Alice's Restaurant Anti-Massacre Movement. And all you gotta do to join is to sing it the next time it comes around on the guitar. With feeling. So we'll wait till it comes around on the guitar here. Sing it when it does. Here it comes. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Walk right in it around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. That's horrible. Want Ann Warren stuff? You gotta sing loud. You could put a lot. I've been singing the song now for 25 minutes. I could sing it for another 25 minutes. I'm not proud <laughs> or tired. So we'll wait till it comes around again. This time with four-part harmony and feeling. We're just waiting for it to come around. Is what we're doing. All right now. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Accepting Alice. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Thanksgiving, everybody. This is the super secret Thanksgiving show that we did uh, last year. Last year was just the guys from the show hanging out, and this year we got a bunch of listeners hanging out with us. Happy Thanksgiving! And kids, yay! Kids really uh, high on uh, sugar right now. <laughs> they uh, skipped a lot of the turkey. They skipped a lot of the ethnic foods. Uh, but they are doing very well with the desserts. <laughs> and uh, they're just rocking it now. Not, not law manners. Oh, I forgot. Uh, it is Thanksgiving, so no. Dave is drunk. No. Of course. Um, <laughs> it is like a family gathering, and everyone has that uncle who... <laughs> 
uh, comes in drunk, stays yeah. surly, and then hopefully uh, passes out in an easy chair. That's what you're after. <laughs> I tell it like it is, Mr. B. All right, I am not comfortable with that. Uh, everybody hanging out in here now. As you hear our voices, we're not really here at the XM studio. We did this earlier because we most of us uh, here in this room are all over the country. I am, uh, as we speak right now, I'm riding around on the eastern shore of the Chesapeake Bay, uh, as I've done every year, uh, mainly throughout my kid's life, we go back to visit my parents. And normally, at a certain point, we would go, okay, we got to get out of here. <laughs> and uh, we would uh, go out driving around these cornfields, and just beautiful country there, uh, playing on the radio until we could find either a Philadelphia station or a Baltimore station to play Alice's Restaurant. But, you know, since now we can do it uh, here from XM, uh, we'll be playing Alice's Restaurant today. And I don't have a lot of uh, traditions with my kids, but... One of them has been trying to teach them to stay out of wars, and um, <laughs> Alice's Restaurant will do that. So I'm in Maryland right now on the eastern shore of the Chesapeake Bay. Where are you at, Dave? Right now I'm in North Carolina, Mr. B. Ooh. The first uh, Thanksgiving I've been without my parents. Oh, I'm sorry you Ever. lost them. Oh. <laughs> you seem so happy. Yeah. I've got a new parent. I. <laughs> you sure do. Yeah. Again, the problems yeah. happen. Your yeah. wife. I've got a new wife who yeah. I love and, and new parents, Mr. Doug and uh, Go ahead. the rest of his family. <laughs> and so, uh, it's going to be exciting. What you're trying to say, Drunky, is what you're yeah. really, really happy about this year is that you married the love of your life, Casey, that is here on the show. Yeah. And you guys are together at Thanksgiving. Yeah, that is exactly what I'm saying. That yeah. is, I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm very excited to be in North Carolina right now celebrating it with Dodo. And the rest of the yeah. folks. They said the same thing. Yeah. My poor family. Now, Casey, you've got to also be thankful not to be with Beanie and Patty Cakes and all the redheaded maniacs. But Christmas is coming. Oh, yeah. hurrah, hooray. They're okay. in the Christmas down there. Oh, Doyle's yeah. rule. <laughs> uh, Fez Watley, you are where right now? I am in Florida, and I just got back from the Clearwater Turkey Trot. That I go to every year. And that's when you chase turkeys? No, it's a 5K race that I go to How every... many letters? 5K. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of strikeouts. The longest I ever did was three L's and an M. <laughs> and I'm sure um, I've probably broken a five-hour 5K at this point. With me, it's more of a 5K crawl. But I do, uh, I do that every year with my friends and my sister. That's great. Uh, where, Earl, where are you this year? Um, I will be here in, in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will be in uh, at in Jamaica, Queens, with my parents, watching football and getting ready for Thanksgiving dinner. So uh, you're really traveling this year. <laughs> <laughs> you're a good solid one hour to Jamaica, Queens. Yeah, it's the most when, traveled day on when, the F train. When you told me you were going to Jamaica, I was so happy for you. <laughs> I um, had no idea it was Jamaica, Queens. Uh, let's go over to Pitsy. Pitsy, where are you? I am on the eastern end of Long Island. Oh. Uh, we're going to be, my family and Vic's family are going to actually spend the first Thanksgiving together. Wow. So uh, that sounds a little serious. Yeah, it's a big step. I'm kind of yeah. scared, but uh, hopefully it'll all work out. Uh, and now uh, you say the eastern end, that's as far out as you can go? That's, yeah, it's uh, actually it's the Hamptons. Around. It's between uh, Montauk and Orient Point. It's a little island in between. She has a house out there. Oh, who? who your, your chick's family? Yeah, yeah, they have uh, a second house out there. All right, so they're islander people. Yeah. All right, yeah. that's that's very, very cool way. That's been, so right now, the show has pretty much got the eastern seaboard covered. 
That's that's how we do it. That's <laughs> how we roll. How? <laughs> well, I didn't know. We're uh, spreading out and giving everybody a chance. All right, so we'll go uh, through all the folks that are uh, hanging out here. But this year, uh, I do feel like I, I have a lot to be thankful for. There's been plenty of times in my life that I haven't been thankful. But this year, I feel like... Uh, I want to start paying attention to it. And I, I hope that we can all do this. I mean, Thanksgiving, uh, you know, it's like a throwaway deal. But the idea of gratitude, I think, is an important one. And it's something that we should pay attention to. And the fact that we're all surrounded by people that we care about on this day, and we're doing that here in the studio and in our personal lives, we're all doing it too. And uh, this year for me... Uh, I feel like I've had loss in my life before, you know, and I've never been a guy who uh, was afraid of death. Nothing about death ever scared me, even when I was a little kid. Just never, I never had a problem with it. And I lost a lot of people in my life, but I always felt like they were people I, you know, was supposed to lose. I lost older relatives and grandparents and stuff, and it was always sad, but that's what happens in life, so I was able to deal with it. Uh, and then I lost a lot of my reckless friends. A lot of the guys I grew up with, a lot of the guys I ran with, they died. But I was almost like Godfather 2, like, well, this is the life we've chose. You know what I mean? It could have been me. It was you. Later will be me. Um, but this is the first year in my life that I ever came close to losing somebody that I didn't expect. You know, somebody that I expected to be there long after me. And I came close, and I pulled back out of it. And that's a lucky break. And for that, I do want to be grateful this year. And I want to keep that feeling going, and I want to keep that feeling going with you guys, too. Leslie, we've had a couple of scares with you, Yeah. and we get to come in here every day and do a show that we love and we care about a lot. And I care about you, Dave, yeah. and of course you, Earl. So I do, and all the folks that are in here, and even the folks listening, a lot of times that you think to yourself, when you're listening to a show, uh, yeah, I could be friends with those guys. And the reality of it is... Uh, you would be our friends. If you could sit around and listen to the shit that we do all the time, the only thing that's keeping you out of this room today is because you don't live close enough. Because <laughs> if you did, um, these doors would be open to you, and you'd come in and hang out with us. Uh, and life is a lot more finite than we ever thought, and there's no way to know what's coming on. So hold on to these moments. And I'm really, really happy uh, that I'm listening to this show right now with... Uh, with people that I care about, and I'm sitting in here with people that I care about. So we're going to, in the, as we start Winter Carnival. Winter Carnival starts after today. Nice. Yeah. Winter Carnival. Yeah. Winter what Carnival. happened to Christmas? Not many we, shopping days left. We got rid of it. Uh, what? Christmas is gone. <laughs> you can't just get rid of Christmas. Well, we decided to. Uh, but no, when, uh, what, we're, what I'm trying to say really is it's going to be our holiday for us to care about okay. each other and be there for each other. Uh, and I just want to thank everybody who's listening and, of course, thank the people um, that I depend upon and, and that I uh, I love more than I even know. Am I right, kids? You having fun? Yes. You guys having fun? <laughs> Who said yes? <laughs> Joyce! Joyce! Yes. Joyce! Who the hell is Joyce? Joyce, Joyce thinks she's one of the children. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, uh, by the way, uh, Casey uh, went in the other room. Uh, to have a smoke and say that she hates the emotional stuff and hates the hippie stuff. But while we were talking about it, a Thanksgiving miracle happened because it started to snow a little bit. And we were looking out into the uh, in the alley. And that snow, 
I believe has cleansed her soul. I really do. Oh, yeah. nice. I really think something has. Yeah. Anything to make her mood improve. Watch that. I love her. No, no, no. What are you saying? She's beautiful and lovely. Yeah. Well, you're not going to last long with her anyway. <laughs> so, um, She's my baby. Uh, Thanksgiving, and, uh, and I want to bring Casey into it, too, and we'll get started. What are you really grateful for? What are you... Re- There's got to be something, Casey. Well, I think this year was pretty good in general. I'm thankful yeah. for Davey. Oh. And you True. feel good about it? Yeah? Mm-hmm. I am. And I'm also thankful that applause. his family has been so cool with me. And it, you were very, very nervous about that, right? Of course. So I don't n- exactly look like a McDonald. No. <laughs> No, you don't, but after initial speed bump, they accepted you. <laughs> yes. And I don't even hear them bringing up a catechism anymore. I honestly no. feel like they've dropped the faith thing. <laughs> That's so, a nice thing. Yeah. All right. I think good. things were good this year. Yeah. That's wonderful. I mean, every so often you hear the word Jews <laughs> <All right. laughs> from my dad. Okay, so Aww. what? Beanie you know? still won't let me near the ovens. Which is different. Good? I don't know. Well. All right, so I thought maybe we could uh, throw it around a little bit. Uh, We all talked about... Fez, did we talk about what you were grateful for this year? No, we did not. Um, I am just very thankful this year that the the people I love have come through the things that they had to go through this year and not only come out on the other side of it well, but I just know that they're going to be great. That's fantastic. So, so I'm just very ha- happy and thankful for that. All right, there you go. Fez is having is going to leave again. Yeah. <laughs> you stay here. You stay with your Hallmark card. <laughs> you watch Mr. Wally yeah. cry. Yeah. Uh, well, well, Sheepy, let's go over to you. I know, uh, you know, this has been a, a big growth year for you. Yeah, I've gotten. Um, I wear big boy pants every day All now. All right, stop no, being come silly. On. I want you to be a real person. You know what? Stop trying to deflect. I know you can do your little sheepy jokes, but what are you thankful for this year? Um, me, um, closer friends uh, with HTG is a lot of fun. Yeah. And all the other people I've been hanging out with a lot lately. With, like, the Pow Talk people I've met, it's a lot of closer friends than you think that you would find. Just on internet people, and now you hang out with them, like, weekly. Well, as I said to a little friend of mine named Rudy, if you can just make one good friend a summer, you're really doing something. And I told him that, and then later he won the big race, and he thanked me, and then I moved in with a, into a... Uh, with a girl from another uh, cabin, and I rode away with her on my motorcycle. <laughs> that was you? Yeah, that was me. That was Meatballs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're the right. The movie Meatballs yeah, with Bill Murray. You're right. That was a tape I rented. Yeah. <laughs> I get very confused between my own memories and tapes I read. But it is true. If you can make friends, it's a good year for you. Very much so. Yeah. And even though you say sometimes you get ignored and not paid to, you always have Deb to look out for you now. <laughs> She always comes through, even though sometimes she can be a little mean to her. Sometimes. And right now you're out at a fox hunt, am I right? No, we're going to. I'm in. I get to see the foxes. <laughs> you're yeah. out there right now. Oh, I thought you meant I was out, like I couldn't go. No, try to follow along, Drinky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go over to Deb HTG. How are you, darling? Hi. Uh, I hate to be repetitive, but it's it's a lot of the same things. First of all, I, I've met amazing new friends this year who are some of my closest friends, and I'm really grateful and thankful for that. 
And the second thing is, is pretty much what Fez said. A lot of my friends have been through a lot of hardships this year, but the key word is they've come through them. Yeah. And I, they're amazing people. I've learned a lot from them, and I'm really looking forward to see all of them have a much better year next year. Well, I think I'll speak for everyone you know, and one of the reasons why people come through is having a friend like you. You oh, are a, you. Uh, a loyal friend indeed to uh, a lot of people. You really are. I'm lucky to have those people to be loyal to, honestly. Mm. You know, if the... Oh, well, it's nice. Well, because it deserves it. Yeah. Unfortunately for you, Jews don't have saints. <laughs> that... <laughs> Sorry. Yay! 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 No, yes. And then here's our buddy, Irish Alki. Alki, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Good. I guess if the one thing I could be thankful for this year is I... Actually, and anybody in my condition over the past year, if they could be lucky enough to marry a woman that I did, they probably would never have the chance. No. You got and to... without her, everything that I've been through this year would have been a lot harder to deal with. Sure. This is my best Fez impression, and I'm sorry. <laughs> doing a hell of a job. Yeah. <laughs> Alki for third mic. <laughs> Alki. Is there anything you want to say to Riley Luck? <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, cunt. All right. Now, you, you know what? You, you have had a, uh, a rough year, but like you said, you got the woman all the rest of us want. You're with Solera. You got the uh, dream woman, and you look around this room, and I hate to say it in front of our own children, but most of these guys have spanked to them, <laughs> and quite a few of the women, which I've already talked to them about. The sad part is is that uh, most of the women, most of the women, most of the men in this room, Juan Arellis and I spent all day grabbing men's penises and guessing their size. <laughs> So, Isn't life you know. funny? Isn't yeah, it not? It's cruel. When you're gay and you marry an attractive woman. It's crazy. It's a bit. It's funny. Uh, there is Solara. How are you, darling? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah. You got a lot to be thankful for this year? I have been lucky enough to have gone probably through a year I never thought I'd go through. Sure. And And have laughed more than I have laughed any other year. And have figured out that no matter what happens... As long as you can laugh through it and be with the person who makes your day go and makes you know that you lived yeah, and completes your sentences and to share it with our children and this little bundle of energy and joy has, has been amazing. And Casey and, and all our friends who just yeah. show up every day no matter what and sit in our smelly living room and just <laughs> hang out there and pretend like nothing's going on as I Febreze around my husband. <laughs> That's the ham you made. The fact that we've been so, I mean, just the people who have come through our home and everyone says, how can you take everyone in? And I just think, you know, I'm just glad people still want to come hang out with us because people our age don't want to be surrounded by their mortality. Sure. And, it's, and to have friends that love you enough to do that. To just say, you know what, I don't care. I'm going to go over. I'm going to visit him in the hospital. I'm going to go over to their house. It's rough. No. And I'm not afraid Jeez. of dying, but having to accept that the person you love is going to die, like facing that and then feeling so guilty mm -hmm. for having thought about a life without that person is is really a, a difficult cross to bear. Come yeah. on, honey. It's okay. You know what, but here's the thing. Now, you know... 
the weird thing about it, too, as you grab onto these kids, let him play with the ball, too, honey. You can't be the only one with the ball. <laughs> fight, fight. Yeah. The fucking kid's got seven balls. You know what? Everybody should get the chance. But, you know, this might even be a reminder, too. Uh, Solaire, you don't have to constantly keep having kids. Uh, she actually gave birth during this show. Again? Yes. We get she, it. You have ovaries. She, she, she actually thought she had gas, but it was twins. So... All right, did he get the ball to play with that he really needs? He really oh. needs it bad. He really has to play with that ball. And, uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, first of all, like you guys said, the really weird thing about having a hard time, like uh, Solera and Alki is, is you know your friends love you in a way that isn't for any good reason. You know what I mean? It's just they love you no matter what's happened. It ain't because you got a new pool or a great new jet ski. So you know who your friends are. And you know that you love each other. The fact that everything that you guys got went through and you got married this year, it's really an amazing thing for the rest of us all to see. It really is. And uh, very lucky. Ron's Yay. right. I've sat in Alki's piss. <laughs> Just saying. You're so drunk. Seriously. I love you know, but you wanted to. I know, but this could have been such a nice day. Sorry. And you just kept drinking. I'm going to cut it off right now. Yeah. Yeah. stuff for picture Cold day and then got drunk. I know. <laughs> you really do like thir look like third grade picture day. I got in my fucking Thanksgiving bed. Thank right. you. That's right. your best? <laughs> well, I got. Don't get upset. He's as drunk as sheepy right now. It's sad. Um, that little faggot. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey. Yeah, I know it's Thanksgiving. We're not going to do uh, okay. hate crimes. Okay, you're right. All right, Jeff is sitting here. Jeff, what do you got for us? Uh, This is a tough year for me. Um... I lost my aunt and my grandmother in the same week. Uh, you understand it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, right? I know. We're trying to stuff to be thankful I'm, for. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going through what I went through. Yeah. Um, I watched my, my, my friend's shitter fell out of his ass and uh, watched him wither away and, and come back twice as strong. He really is probably one of the greatest guys I know. Who, who, who? I want to meet. I want to meet this guy. Yeah, I'm not talking to him anymore. He stole yeah. my spot on the uh, ONA Comedy it's, Virus tour. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. Yeah. You know, the real hardcore listeners are laughing. I'm oh, sure. But what? What, I, Hassan. what I always like is we know someone is listening to us now for the very first time, right. and they just got XM and they're going, "What the hell? This can't be a show." Is Hassan a transformer? Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you also might want to, you know, mention your wife. I, I, was, I, was, I was just you I get there? the best for last, Ronnie B. Yeah. Um, this is uh, now the second year of my marriage, which began on this show. Mm -hmm. And um, I have you two to thank for that for the rest of my life. Wow. <laughs> thank you, Bono, Ed, Larry, and the other guy. Beautiful day. Oh, good, good impression. Thank you. We met because of you. 
I, I proposed on your show. No. Um, I, I really honestly believe if it wasn't for you both that um, I would probably have never met her and um, probably be fucking fat girls and lying to my <laughs> friends about it. <laughs> she oh, yeah. knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> he would have been one of the girls. <laughs> Don't listen to what Jeff said Friday. And... Uh, <laughs> No, we can't. No, this is going out. Live. Peace. Why would you even start? I don't know what you guys are talking about. Just continue. I never fucked Jesus Christ. We're going to take the mic away from you, too. Yeah. No, I just wanted to thank my wife for staying with me for this long after putting her through just hell. I'm a reprehensible human being, and... Right, thank Thanksgiving. Up with yeah, me. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's try to remember. Wow. Thank you, my love. This has turned into the worst drunksgiving I ever remember. <laughs> it really is sad. I there adore wasn't anything you. there to be thankful <laughs> this, for. This, this, <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah, complained. I yeah. complained. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Another year of marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pissed about this parking ticket I got on exit 95. The ant left me nothing. Uh. Well, uh, let's go over to our... Uh, and he needs everything. Get him everything. Thing. He needs it all. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're the center of the universe, Colin. Go ahead. Everything is yours. Everything you see is yours. Keep taking. Keep taking. No one else needs. Hey, Franklin, what do you got to be uh, thankful for this oh, year? Oh, I've had a crazy year to be thankful for, actually. I, well, we met all you guys, number mm -hmm. one. That's been, I mean, honestly, as an artist, it's amazing to have somebody actually <laughs> appreciate what you do. And, you know, and to actually even say that, uh, that they like it is just phenomenal, you know what I mean? And all the friends that we've met here, and oh, Gina, I'm, I mean, this this year, you have no idea how much Gina does for our company, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'd be thankful to not keep talking, honestly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bless you, brother. Yeah, thankful. Yeah. Here's Dean. Well. Finish off what Franklin was saying. I'm thankful for Gina too. She's yes. uh, been amazing for the company, old friends, family, and all the new friends we've made. All the support you guys have given us, uh, and I'm thankful for my partners. You know, professionally, uh, it's been the greatest year of my life. I'm thankful for Franklin and my partner Chris. Without them, I'd be doing nothing. And it, you know, just the support of everyone and the love that I feel when I'm around everybody, and it's just amazing, and I'm really thankful for it. Yeah, cool, man. You, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it's really uh, weird, too, is like everybody we know is like really independent people, you know, but at the same time, there's an interdependence upon everybody else, you know, Yeah. and uh, a lot of folks talking about how they m met through the radio show, but it does make perfect sense what i was saying even before that if you share a sense of humor your everything else can be dealt with from that point Absolutely. on you know and the fact that uh you know we're, we're it doesn't seem like we struggle for perfection <laughs> you know uh, fez needs to be behind the glass for a while fine there you go <laughs> You know, we're not going out of our way to have the cool table, uh, but, you know, we'll make it a little bit bigger table. And, uh, you know, through this show, uh, years ago, we met Dave through a uh, very 
strange, uh, bizarre things. And that was how many years ago, Dave? That was in 2001. Yeah. And yeah. then if you go, start to go through it, if Dave wasn't on here, he wouldn't have met Casey. Yeah. And it just, uh, and probably, you know, if uh, Dave doesn't meet Casey, maybe we don't meet HTG. And everything is just one thing is attached to the next. So before you know it, some of the... Some of the people here are tighter with other people, but without any of those links, you know. And, you know, we always lose people, too. People either get tired of the ride or something happens or they grow up a little bit. But we still love those folks as well, too, you know. And a lot of times they'll be back. A lot of times people take off like, well, I think I grew out of that. But, you know, Peter Pan's always here. You can always <laughs> come back. <laughs> There's always one kid who refuses to, um, to grow up. All right, let's take it through the, uh, well, we haven't talked with Lil yet. Lil? Um, I think this is the first year that I actually realized how important good health is. Mm. And um, so I'm really thankful for that because if you don't have that, I don't think you have anything. But I'm also thankful for my family and also for this family here. You guys are like a second family to me. I think I spend more time with you than I do my actual family. So I'm thankful for to you guys, Ron, Fez. Yes, Dave, even you, and Earl and Pitsy, and I love you guys a lot, and good friends, and that's pretty much what it's all about to me. They, oh, look, Dave's clapping for her. That was very nice. Yeah. It was. And even though uh, I know your family today is plotting for the downfall of the United States, <laughs> I think we should put that on the back burner and just celebrate our humanity together. It was a great thanks, Muzzy. <laughs> and it's nice that you thought of us as your second family, including, uh, you know, uh, Pitsy and Earl, brothers that wanted to sleep with you. So. Well, dysfunctional family. Let me tell you, that's still family, Fez. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, incest doesn't mean you're not family. <laughs> it just means point. you're a little, uh, that you love each other a little too much. I always have to remember that. And I think everyone has a, well, at least one cousin who taught him how to kiss. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell's in the fucking year. Yeah. Oh, your cousin Larry. And then, you know, there's your mom. There's your mom and your aunts. All oh, those guys, they get along so well together. Oh, they just run up to the attic as soon as they see each other. That son of a bitch, Beth. All right, stop with the son of a bitch to everybody. Sorry. Uh, hold on, Jeff thought of another couple things he's mad about. Uh, <laughs> worst thing this year ever? <laughs> Gas prices. Uh, here's Stalker Patty. Patty, what do you got for us? Hi. Well, I'm very thankful that I've made friends through the shows, and I'm very thankful for Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez. They've made my life more exciting, even though this morning they got me high. So, I mean, I live alone, so I just have my cat for company, so I'm always glad to be part of the Pal Talk community. You know, gives me a chance to relate through that. And I thank God for my Evie, my cat. Sure. And I thank God for Starbucks, all the free coffee I can drink. <laughs> How much today? Yeah. Oh, I have at least one or two lattes a day. Is that part of working there? Go ahead and drink all the coffee you want? <laughs> yeah. Or are you stealing it? It's No, it's one of the perks. This, this is why you can't get uh, hired by Cadillac. Because <laughs> you think the, pro the products are for you. <laughs> Her uh, one or two lattes on my breath melted my socks. <laughs> Well, I oh, I will say this. I don't 
I don't know if I've ever been to uh, an ONA party or a Ron and Fez party that Patty hasn't been there. She's the best. And uh, she uh, really supports uh, everybody. And, so, and I've never once heard her say a bad word about anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you, no way. Right, she's the best. She, Thank Mr. B, she's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. She's and, in the Hall of Fame. Coffee drinkers. And let's not forget this year, she blew the roof off as stalker Patty Smith. Which, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. A lot of people thought it was Patty Smith. <laughs> Especially my gay brother. <laughs> What's that? Especially my gay brother. Who I, was he like, didn't come out yet. <laughs> oh, sorry, Patty. He was like, I love, I love Patty Smith. And who the fuck is that? <laughs> well, I just like stalker. Patty. <laughs> I mean, Patty Smith, whatever the fucking thing is. All right, easy. What, that's yeah. my fence? What? <laughs> you're lucky you're in North Carolina. Yeah. You know, I would say when he listens to this, he'll be embarrassed, but he'll be drunk then, too. Sure. <laughs> and he'll just be like, I killed that day. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. And then he'll turn around and give his mom an inappropriate kiss. <laughs> Yeah, he loves. <laughs> All right, let's go to Joyce. Joyce, how are you, darling? Hello, Ronnie. Has it been a good year for you? It's been up and down. I think a lot of what you said about continuity, mm-hmm. about how most of us are here because of a connection to both of you. I mean, I've been lucky enough to be able to call you and Fez my friends for six years now, seven mm-hmm. years. And it has brought a circle of friends that I value very much. This year has been a challenge for me work-wise and health-wise, and something Lily said about not appreciating health and then recently appreciating how important it is and how if you don't have that, you don't have anything, and that's true. So uh, I'm grateful to my family and uh, all of my friends here in this room and outside this room and to both of you for bringing us together. Mm. And I think that love knows no season, and it's something that should be always shared. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I hear so many people bring up family, too. It's the oddest thing. No one can drive you crazier, and no one could mean <laughs> more to you than your family. You know, it's just the most bizarre thing. And I'm at the point now, sometimes um, I look over and I'm like, I can't believe my chick gave birth to my two best friends. How would that even work out to talk about a coincidence? <laughs> How the hell could that happen? That's uh, insanely awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, what you just said. Blew You're insanely drunk. Yeah. That, that's the Jameson whip whispering in your ears. It was it's very touching. <laughs> what? I can't be touched. Yeah. Where are the kids? Where are the children? Are, the, are there kids around? Yes. All right. She's there. I won't say the F bomb, but that, right. that was touching. Thank you. I'm uh, glad that you uh, touched. Uh, here's our uh, new friend Jennifer, who really has replaced my caca as the <laughs> photographer of the Ron and Fez show. And Finally, then, someone with an eye. When, when are we going to see? Uh, oh, yeah, it did hurt. He, he takes it too far, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, uh, Dave and I kid around, but Fez means it. <laughs> he means it. And here's what I love about it: he hasn't seen either one of their photography. He, <laughs> I don't have to. (laughs) If Ansel Williams would say, Fez, take a look at it, he would keep on walking. He does not see things. Uh, And yet, he is a critic. At the same time, he doesn't look, but doesn't stop his criticism. It's an amazing talent he has. 
Jennifer, how are you, darling? I hate to keep you there on the Very hot good. seat. Very good. No, it's okay. Uh, what are you thankful for this year? Um, let's see. I guess it's hard to say, but thankful for a lot of things. Um, number one, I guess my husband and my family, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, I've gained a lot of new friends this year. I think um, people in all different artistic mediums that I've Really Tattoo people and punk rockers, poets, writers, radio people, and um, I'm just you know really appreciative and happy to you know meet everybody here and everyone in this room and it's just really I think wonderful and encouraging that you know you guys are so open and inviting and really accepting of you know so many different people and you have so many different. Groups of people, people with different backgrounds that I guess it's, you know, all about the sense of humor that it yeah. really can unite everyone and well, we all everyone like, can enjoy everything. We all like to say we will accept anyone but Filipinos. And um, <laughs> I don't even remember how that started. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. The only group we decided to exclude it was Filipinos. with Imelda Marcos. I, I remember, remember that. Because I like so many of them. But right, I'm going, yeah. sorry, I can't. Yeah. Her, her shoe collection <laughs> yeah. was very obnoxious. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, thank you. She's not Chinese. Yeah. All right, the kids are starting to punch each other, and that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, baby Love, he needs every toy there is. He. My money's on Baby Love in this yeah, one. I don't he know. He is white and entitled. Yeah. <laughs> and Baby Love isn't. I would just say he does not, uh, he sees this not as a world of abundance, but one of scarcity. And he, he just feels like if he doesn't get all the toys, he'll be sorry later. So hoard, uh, hoard all you can. Uh, Robin is here. Of course, she used to be uh, one of our interns, Fezzi. Thing three. Thing three Hi. from, um, because she was the third intern after thing one and thing two. <laughs> We went through a, a time where we weren't very creative. No. <laughs> and she happened to be there at that period. Well, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. That was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. Well, so. I will say that she did all the work on the big-ass card. Not very well known, but she sent, she mailed out every big-ass card. She did every bit of work on that. And I would say it was the best promotion in the history of the Run of Fest show, but I should really say it was the only promotion we've ever done. Sure. We really tried to stay under the radar. I got my Mr. B. Yeah. Well, I have mine. Well, thank Thing 3 for it. Yeah. I lost mine. BAC 11217. Thank you. So. What are you thankful for, Robin? Um, I'm definitely thankful for the patience and understanding of my family. Um, I guess I know I'm thankful for your show, guys, because it makes me laugh and smile no matter what mood I'm in. I could be depressed about work or sad about something else or angry and I put on the show and I am entertained endlessly so I'm oh. always grateful for that and uh, I made a really great friend this year who uh, definitely sits and listens to everything I need to say and comes through with lots of great advice and makes me think a lot and try a lot of different things so I'm grateful for that and that person is Warren Beatty <laughs> which is amazing interesting he's amazing yeah you didn't know oh, that Yeah. I was wondering who W. Beatty is. <laughs> yeah, Tim. I, I, I can't award winner. You couldn't figure it out with those clues. <laughs> I am just stupid. Damn it. 
Yes. W. Beatty. Who that be? I was thinking Wilma Beatty. And I'm sure you're thankful you've finally gotten past that intern nickname of yours. Yes. Yeah. Now you're Robin. Now you're Robin. With Robin three. Robin. That's true. We have a lot of Robins too. How, how did you know Robin with a Y? Ah, uh, she pointed it out to me one oh, day. Yeah. Okay. Sure she did. See, it's biting. What you do is biting. You're making fun of the way he talks. It hurts his feelings. All right, let's keep going on. Um, who's the guy next to her? I don't like, that's oh, that's him. He's already been on, right? We've already done Pitsy. No, we didn't do him. Yeah, I thought we did the whole thing. I'm going to be with my family and... So you went and got in line like you. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead, Pitsy. Jeez, oh. you got ten seconds. I'm uh, thankful that I have a... nine faster. <laughs> faster. <laughs> I'm thankful I have a, a woman that loves me for who I am. Lily. <laughs> now, when when you say love, what do you mean by that? Won't let you do things. Yeah. <laughs> Checks in. Right. Um, We're no, all really laughing am. at your you tender know. moment. <laughs> we bust balls, but we do love each other, and I'm happy that I have her. Yeah. I'm happy that my family is actually trying to be a family again after everything. What happened? Well, with my grandmother getting sick, they kind of went their separate ways. Mm-hmm. They blamed it on each other? Exactly. So now they're trying to start it back up and become a family again. So I'm really happy for that. I'm also happy that I'm actually a part of this whole thing here. You know, I met so many amazing people. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. You don't believe him, Dave? No. <laughs> I was hoping he'd be thankful for a hair plug. Oh. 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 Why are you kidding? Yes, he's one of my best friends. Oh. You know, but see, Sorry, I'm, baby. <laughs> baby love. I was saying just kidding around. You know, oddly enough, I'm never happier than when everyone turns on you. <laughs> That's my favorite time. I'm just kidding, everybody. Come on, baby. Everybody. Rock and roll. <laughs> hey, everybody. Rock and roll. Pretty Fang. It's me. Pretty Fang 12. Help me. Yeah. Thank you for your money. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to email this guy. <laughs> but we are. I mean, I can. Dave can say that to me, and I'm not going to get mad because we are like a but family. But you should. You yeah. should get mad. No, we're like brothers. Come we on. are like a family and I really appreciate that and I've met so many amazing people from the show so I really am appreciative of that yeah we remember the text messages <laughs> yeah you know how amazing you are uh-huh. I love Jews <laughs> I can't catch a break on my turn I know who's that isn't it oh where do you see how Graz does or whatever that is Graz huh Graz that's a stupid name uh, Graz what do you got for us well, first off, I'm thankful that Ron and Fez haven't thrown me out the uh, window in the office uh, most of the time. Mm, that thing at the left you were looking for. <laughs> it's always bad. When, always. when you think you're opening with a joke and yeah. it doesn't work, oh. awful. Like he'd fit. You know what? You're right. The joke yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 You really I, have to do the I joke. I didn't believe you and I wanted to test your theory. Yeah. <laughs> as funny as Hitler. <laughs> oh, a couple of Hitler fans are mad. Uh, go ahead, guys. What else was it? something about the Apple Store? What? <laughs> Can he get his twenty percent off at the Apple Store? Uh, we'll talk. Um, yeah. But seriously, I'm thankful for this opportunity. It's been great being here on the on the Ron and Fez show. It's more than I could have ever imagined. And also, I'm thankful. Um, 
Much like our own Fez, uh, my dad recently just had a stent at the hospital, and I'm just glad they caught it in time, and I'm able to, he's able to be around more. That's mm. just what I'm trying to get out, so, um, yeah. I'm really thankful for that. There for stent. I'm, uh, uh, now that your dad's feeling better, ask if he'll take you out for an adult haircut. Just, <laughs> just, one more big boy cut. Wait a minute, I'm missing yeah. a ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Bob, Bob Hurley. Time for your tears. Uh, obviously, I'm thankful for friends and family. Um, so you do um, your phone them. plan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good because it doesn't hurt anyone. Oh, good. You did a joke that didn't make someone feel bad. That's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful after a horrific Monday, I was able to not have fed with right. any more money. Yeah, let's stop making it about a bit on the show. Come on, <laughs> kid. We're thankful. all talking from our uh, hearts. In all honesty, I'm I'm really thankful to be to be here and to be working and studying under what I think is probably the best comedy team I've ever heard. Amen. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fucking a. Fucking a. Right there. Yeah. That's fucking a. That's great. Yeah, it's like if Abbott Costello couldn't be in the same room together. You really came in during a magic time. Way to go. I see Mike Kaka hanging out there. You're not going to come in and give us one mic? You're not a guy who'll grab a microphone? He's got you know, and you know what? There's always the brother-in-law who's like, no, you guys are singing around the piano. I'll sit out here in the dark and smoke cigarettes by myself. Mike Kaka, how are you, brother? Good. How about you guys? 90%. <laughs> yeah. What are you thankful for this year, buddy? Um, I got a lot to be thankful for. Uh, mostly my friends and uh, just everything that I have in my life. I couldn't ask for anything better. And really, for Debbie, HTG is probably yeah. the best thing. Then why do you leave her? Why do you leave her so? I love you too. Sometimes you got to do things you don't want to do, but you have to do. Mm. So, and uh, why do you sound so go. much like Michael Dukakis? <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Stop with the no Michael Dukakis jokes. Well, uh, and we wish you the best, buddy. Thank There's you. nobody better than. Uh, he's the best. Yeah, he's the greatest. He yeah. Thanks. Uh, well, you know what? I think uh, we'll save uh, the best for last. That really should be Mikey Boy. Is, uh, we haven't done Mikey Boy yet? Nope. Mikey Boy, how are you, buddy? Doing all right. Yeah. It's, uh, this has been one of those years that's really made me appreciate how much I really do have, and, and I'm grateful for so much. And I'm grateful for my, uh, my friends and my family, especially my wife and my two beautiful daughters. And That's really the most important thing to me. And I'm also thankful to you two because it's amazing to me how much you've allowed me to get involved in this show over the past four years. I, don't, I just don't think any, any other show really allows people coming in from the outside to do something like that, and I really thank you guys for that. Yeah. Yep. He's the best of all time. Yeah, he, he is. is. And, you know, uh, Mike, we'd let you do more. Just come in and do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, please. Uh, and the other thing, you do have beautiful kids, but you don't have to bring them with you constantly. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes uh, we can have adult time. Uh, we shouldn't all be just pouncing someone on our lap going, oh, stop crying. Stop crying. But you literally are the best, Mikey Boy. Not just to me and Fez, but all the people who listen to the show, basically keeping a history of what's happening. And... Uh, out of all the boards, all the message boards, Mikey's always tries to keep the peace. And they're coming in at 7, 8 a day now. Oh, sure. They yeah. just don't stop. Um, but you've always done a, a, to try to keep the big tent and keep everybody included. And that's the greatest, man. Thank you so much. Mikey, boy. Hey, Mikey. What's that? Can I do my thank you? 
Are you haven't done your thank no, you No, I yet? didn't do my thank you. I thought we started with you. No. At the beginning of the show. No, no, no. Before I, I, never, I even did mine. I never actually did it. <laughs> you just cut me off. No, really? Yeah. I thought you did. Weren't uh, you, like, thankful for automated staircases <laughs> or something like that? Oh, That's God. really... It's hurtful. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. It really is Thanksgiving. Laugh yeah. it up. Jeff. No, and this will be real quick. Yeah. I'm thankful. I have two two things to be extremely thankful for. Um, the light of my life that I met was that's really funny. You fucking asshole. All right. Stop. Easy. The light of my life came into my life. I know that's a lot of repetition. So many nights I'd sit by my window. Hold on, let me finish. Oh, okay. And so, someone, no, I'm very thankful for, for Casey. Because you, you light up my life. All right, it's the right thing. You give oh, me hope to carry Fight. on. All right, Casey, you right light back. up my life. And I'm going to say I'm thankful for it to my mind. This isn't the show ending theme. That's not the show. No, it's just people singing at your expense. All right, so you were saying something about Casey. I am very thankful for Casey, who is the best person on the planet Earth, and I could not be more excited to be her husband as she could not be more excited to be my wife. (laughs) Are you saying that there's... Are you saying there's people on Jupiter that are better than her? You had to limit it no. to the planet Earth? No, there's nobody on Jupiter because Ju- Jupiter is a gaseous planet, Mr. B. <laughs> so it's you know, solid life forms being on that planet is very minuscule. And no, no, lastly, seriously, I am extremely thankful to have a job with Ron Fez, and I know it's both, uh, but Ron Fez really are the best of all time, and I ex- am extremely sure. excited. Whatever. Fine. I, there's not a day that goes by that I don't realize, Jesus Christ, I'm sitting here talking with Ron Fez. It's the best ever, period. So I'm I'm very thankful for my, my goddamn job. All right, I'm sorry. I turned off my headphones some time ago. <laughs> but I, did. I was trying to say something to you. The last I heard was Gaseous Planet. Yeah, did he say he was thankful for Jupiter? <laughs> You know, you don't take your headphones off. Or as he talking. calls it, Jupiter. <laughs> J.W. Uh, Earl, did we ever talk to you? No, not at all. Even okay, off the good. air? Good. Good. So we're not going to bring everybody... Yes, what is it, baby? Go ahead and say. Go ahead and talk to us. What do you need? You want this? You want to run with a stick? Isn't that fun? <laughs> Run around here with a stick. Earl, what are you thankful for, buddy? Um, like this year was just like it was an incredibly weird year, but to see the other side of it has been that's what you're thankful that's what I'm thankful for. And like I like but my family by blood, I think my fa- I've reinforced those ties and my family by choice is the same thing. I'm just glad that we're all here and you know, we're just here and we're here to celebrate and here to to move forward and here, here. Move, up, move upward, so that's what I'm thankful for. All right, that was the first bad speech. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we held it for the end, Earl. 
Uh, you have something you can say from the heart, not from the cliche bank. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm being told. I'd like to make a withdrawal. I'm, I'm being I'll take two. Look before you leap. <laughs> and uh, don't count your chickens before they hatch. <laughs> yeah. Well, today. <laughs> Fezzy's back. How many times have we yelled Fezzy's back? Yay! Don't ever yell back. Fezzy's back. It's like Billy Martin's back. <laughs> what? Well, I remember for a while they were calling him Mr. October. Uh, no one brought up Mr. November. <laughs> November rain. Uh, well, say something sincere then, um, Earl. No, but re- I'm just grateful to... You know, to just, you know, honestly, still be in radio because I. Would tell you. Seriously? Yes. No. You can't follow that, Earl. No, please. You. Please, please, no, I'm not making Why would you stop a laugh? That is how little you understand about what we do. Why, the room is dying, he's yelling, wait, please, please stop your enjoyment. Please, I must be heard, please. Oh, he's back. Fez is back. Fez is back. Fez is back. Fez is back. Fezzy's back! Fezzy's back! I have to get on a plane, you'll jinx me! Uh, would that be something if you got... If this? Wait a minute, this was playing after the plane crash? Oh! Oh, oh my God, people! Oh, this thing will have a hundred share, and we'll all just be sobbing, going, Oh, he, he got back, and that's why he died. He knew. He did oh, what he was no. supposed to do. Here. I know, I could pretend to cry. Yeah, where Fez died. I know I could do that. I love you. You'll be the new crying guy. <laughs> Someone will have to carry on. All right, see. Keep wearing that sweater. You'll cry every day. You're already inappropriate, so that works. All right, so Earl, you got a big laugh. Are you happy with that, or you want to just take it back to where it was before? Nowhere. <laughs> but um, no, I'm just grateful for the dead. <laughs> Go ahead. What are you grateful no, for? I'm just like you guys are really. You know, you guys have stood by me, and not a lot. Not of people, really. Not yeah. a, you know the reports we handed in; you'd hate us right <laughs> now. No, and seriously, not a lot of people have have stood by me. They shouldn't. And, and I'm 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 thankful every day for it. Yeah. As you guys have You're stood undefe- by me, and really, you know, you've been very supportive, and you've allowed me to fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. It, but give me the room to fuck up, and allow me to. To learn and to grow. Boy, and you could have got off on the major laugh. I know. Why would I'm trying, I'm you had the speech. laugh of the day I'm instead trying. of the there is no dream speech? <laughs> I'm just I have no dream. I'm, I, you're I just, the Earth too, Martin Luther King. I, just, I, I really. You're, you're fucking Martin Luther Pawn. <laughs> Born at last. Born at last. <laughs> I'm, oh, enjoy shipping. I'm thankful for Miss Daisy. <laughs> and I'm thankful for Daisy. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Uh, so, um, even the kids are getting ready to leave, Fezzy. The kids are starting to put their jackets on, and they're like, I've oh. had enough. i got all I can take. Now, my God, so. now that all the cookies are gone. Yeah. So, uh, but I do want to thank everybody for a wonderful Thanksgiving. And thank you, folks. And, um, 
Uh, also, to thank everybody here at XM, because we'll always remember that we were here for the really weird days where you could uh, do stuff like this. And Earl knows, um, and Fezzi knows that uh, these things happen in radio every once in a while, and it's just a wild thing before everybody gets back and go, wait a minute, we need to straighten that out. But... We'll find the next one, and where that happens too. You know what I mean? As soon as they, as soon as they uh, go, okay, we finally got it fixed. Something always uh, gets a little weird, and it should always uh, be a place for uh, weirdness and camaraderie and joy in radio. And I, I thank you guys all for it. I just say, turn it up. That's enough, because it's got soul. It's got soul. Thank you, everybody. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. Woo! Fez Watley is the best of Ron and Fez. So uh, we are just about ready to start the parade of side dishes. And that is something that this uh, show is known for. We have an extreme uh, amount of uh, turkey that we provide it. And then, of course, uh, we bring through the parade of side dishes. Now, we have to wait right now because... Uh, well, if you turned on the TV right now, they're just ending the Macy's Day uh, Parade, which is the second biggest parade that takes place in New York City. The largest, of course, is the Parade of Side Dishes. Now, I do have, uh, we're, Fez and I are up here in the booth, but we do have our own Dave McDonald somewhere down on the streets on Broadway. How are you, Dave? Ron, I'm here. It's a wonderful day for a parade, especially a parade of side dishes. It looks like I see that the bands are coming by. When are, when are we expecting the floats, the side dish uh, floats to come rolling through? The side dishes should be moving past any second now. It's we look real. It's, you know what I love most of all? Yes. To see the joy in the children's faces. As the side dishes come and by. And there's so many kids out here, yes. Ron. Ron, so many people have been camping out since last night just trying to get a good look at the side dishes. They've braved the cold to be able to see some of these items. And we're just... We're just waiting here? Yes. Here are the first oh. side dishes coming through. What do we have? Ron, I think we have Mafia Life Chris here today. If it's yes. the parade of side dishes... And he seems to have brought some beautiful pizza. Pizza, Brooklyn pizza. Where's That's, that from? Uh, uh, the L&B Spumoni Gardens, the squares that you like. Now, I'm looking up on the float, and we have the Thanksgiving princess. It's little Frenchie, who is the Thanksgiving princess. Oh, she's adorable this year. Isn't she pretty? She's a little shy. As well she should be. Ron, I, I sung with the uh, Thanksgiving princess. Two yeah. years ago, a New Year's Eve party, and <laughs> that's why she's very scared of me. What song did she sing? I believe we sang Meatloaf together, <laughs> which is pretty appropriate for a grown man and a child. It would be also fun if the meatloaf was one of the side dishes. Uh, I see the floats keep coming by. We, What's that? We have a new float, and from that Brooklyn? float is Dean from Brooklyn's in here in the parade. Dean from Brooklyn. Happy Dean Thanksgiving, from, buddy. Dean from Brooklyn, a perennial favorite here at the parade of side dishes. I believe it's his 30th year actually celebrating. And Dean, what did you bring for the for the parade? I brought some uh, pasta side dishes from uh, L&B Spumoni Gardens. Uh, brought some uh, penny with meat sauce. Whoa! Yay! And uh, 
penne with broccoli and uh, sun-dried tomatoes. How shocking that the Italian guys <laughs> think that Italian food is a side dish. It's well, you know, yeah. it is at our houses. It's all part of the appetizers and the, uh, the before you get to to the uh, traditional meal. You got to have your pastas, your antipasta, and your uh, baked clams, and your stuffed mushrooms. And, and how do you stay so thin? Well, <laughs> here the floats just keep rolling by, Fuzzy. Speaking of Italians, Ron, yeah. here's Joey, Joey from Brooklyn. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. By way of Staten Island. Yes. Yeah. Correct. What do you have for us, Joey? My wife baked some cappuccino brownies for oh, you guys. Oh, fantastic. And I took part in all the hot foods as well. Oh, very nice. <laughs> very so nice. Ronnie, what, double down. Yeah, what you don't know about these brownies is they bake for 45 minutes. 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They're aged over time. Correct, ben. A lot of work goes into these cappuccino brownies in the parade of side dishes. Fantastic. Ron, yes. Ron we have another float rolling past. <laughs> yes. It's Jose! Jose! Hi, I can see. Are yeah. How are you guys doing? What do you have there, Jose? I brought some mini uh, eclairs and uh, <laughs> and some cannolis. I'm going to stick a couple I of those myself. in my pocket. <laughs> I don't know. Give Mr. Bennington some cannolis, Ron. Oh. Wait a minute. I see that small car moving up and driving it around. And look, is getting out of the clown car, Fuzzy. It's our own craze! Yeah. Oh, the kids love it when they see craze. Get out of it, funny car. <laughs> and he's freestyling about his food. I got big city, and I'm really feedy, and you know, it's vegetarian, and you know what I'm meaty. All right, there he is, crazy. I, I always crazy. love it when the acts stop in front of the big star and perform. And by the way, if you eat his food, you'll never have to prove your bravery again to us. <laughs> Ron, another float coming by. Here's hey. Joyce. That Joyce under the hi, console. Hi, hi. How are Joyce, you, you are so tiny. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is the smallest float to come by. <laughs> yes, it's, it's the floaties. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? I brought two trays of stuffing, two trays of homemade cupcakes. Oh, beautiful. And lots of good wishes for my two favorite people in the whole oh, world. Oh, God thank bless you. you. Always a delight, that she Joyce. Is always a delight. There she is, under the console. There she is, two choices. This yes. parade stops for no one, Ron, and next up is Mysteriosa. Hi, Mysteriosa. Hi, guys. How are you? How mysterious that she came here this year. What mysterious food have you brought us? I brought some mysterious cheesecake topped with some mysterious strawberries. Oh. <laughs> Made from scratch. So. Ron, I think That's she's not so hot. <laughs> And look, she yeah, just dis I had some of the brownies from earlier. Oh no, she just disappeared into a puff of smoke. <laughs> Thank you very much. Gone. Up next, one of the most special men you'll ever see. It, yes. It's Sam. It's Sam from the Sam, Sam and Dave Hi, special delivery show. Now, I want to point this out to all the guests today. I met Sam earlier with his cupcakes in the stinky men's room. Oh! It's in a sealed Tupperware. It's in a sealed Tupperware airtight. Those, those uh, cupcakes have been flagged. Oh. No. I already had two of them, Ron. <laughs> how are those, good, how how are the, those how are the fart cakes? Those weren't cupcakes that you ate, Dave. <laughs> oh, shit. You're not. Exactly. <laughs> These are my mom's cupcakes. <laughs> Your mom's got some really big cupcakes, Sam. And the parade's moving very well. <laughs> Ron, another fun fact. You know, if you measured back and forth the, the circumference of Sam's afro, that could fit 80 school buses. 80 school buses. 
Ron, next up, the, uh, we have a new float rolling in. It's Lucas the intern. Hey, Lucas. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What do you have for us? I have assorted pastries from <laughs> Vinieros and, and the Ooh, East Village. Can't so, beat that. Lovely little uh, delicious delectable pastries for All you. All right, fantastic uh, pastry place right here in the East Village. <laughs> Lucas also comes equipped with some sort of fake accent. What? By the way, the Thanksgiving Day princess <laughs> just ran across the street again. Beautiful little girl she is. She is gorgeous. You think we'd have cops on the parade route, though? Yes. Ron, we have someone else, a new float in town. It's Arch Stanton. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, and look, everybody. Arch is going to sing for us. Yeah. Oh. Just give us a little of that Ave Maria that you're known for. <laughs> Ave Maria, gratia plena, Maria gratia plena, Maria gratia plena. Beautiful voice and yeah. a beautiful pecan pie. Oh, what kind of pie? Pecan. Pe pecan. <laughs> I believe that's what it's called. A pecan is something you piss into in the middle of the night. Absolutely. This is pecan pie. Pecan pie from the North Fork of Long Island. <laughs> we'll take either. Yeah. Well, from the North Fork of Long Island. Not like that South Fork oh. pie. That's all. The wonderful, and wonderful singing, too. Beautiful job. The Who is this? My, Ron, we have... Yes, I can't see. Ron, we have Mikey Boy! Mikey Boy! Everyone loves Mikey Boy, Ron! <laughs> He's one of the more popular floats. Hey guys, I brought uh, oh, macaroni hi, Mikey. and cheese. What did you bring? Macaroni and cheese. Baked let's, macaroni and cheese. Yeah, let's take a look at that, because I'm a... Ooh, looks good. That looks I'm very a mac good. and cheese fan myself. <laughs> Smells delicious, and it looks like the portion's big enough for Ron and Ron only. <laughs> well, that's the thought that counts, I suppose. It really is. Now let's let him go talk to uh, HTG like he normally does. Pochi. There they go. Mikey Poach also brought a side of Pochi's. Wow, look at the size of this float coming by. It's a big float, Ron. It's Foundry Music Jeff and Angry Missy. Yes, there it is. And Hi, the name Ron. the name of this float Hi, is always, how did he get her? No <laughs> one can really figure that out. My charm, Ron, my charm. Yeah, I guess. Ron, Missy's breasts look great today. <laughs> Thanks for screaming that at me. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, I have here uh, Scarpeche di Zucca. It's uh, a uh, roasted eggplant, excuse me, um, butternut squash and a butternut squash soup. Wow. And Missy bought... I have purple mashed potatoes and also garlic Romano mashed potatoes. This is fantastic. It smells good over yeah. here. And you guys can at least win for attempt. Uh, let's face it. Well, I wanted I wanted to one-up my, uh, my store-bought rigatoni from last year. Oh, yeah, sure. last year's... Yeah. Rigatoni left kind of, you. Kind of a meager... Uh, <laughs> last year you threw a float together at yeah. last minute and it showed. You were the Lucas the intern of last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice work, Thank guys. Thank you very much. What a wonderful float. What a wonderful day it and is today. Wonderful, best Thanksgiving sexy show. boots. Uh, who do we have here from overseas? Run a special import. It's Mooch. Mooch here. Hello, buddy. So what the crack? What do you say? Uh, yeah, great to be here. Very exciting. Don't, yeah. Don't come too close to me, dear. What do you have there, Mooch? We got some old-fashioned Irish cornbread from Sylvia's. <laughs> uh, it smells pretty good. 
How old-fashioned? You didn't bring that over well, when but, you got here, did you? About 20 minutes ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sylvia's is uptown, and there's never been an Irishman in there until today. It was pretty friggin' scary going up there. I'm afraid the square. There's so many kids about. No, it was pretty scary up there. Like, uh, I don't think I'll be going up there again too soon. All right. Thank you so much, God Mooch. Bless. Thank God you very much God for bless. having me. It's really great to be here. Today. Yeah, it's great to have you. Ron, up next, a very popular person. It's Fred from Brooklyn. Hey, Fred. Hey, thank you. Thank you. And thank le- you. let me also say this to Fred. Happy birthday, my Thank friend! You. Yay! Wait, Happy birthday! It's Thursday. My yeah, but I always yeah, I always like to uh, to celebrate two days later. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you in that case. That's what the word belays for, Fred. What was you? <laughs> what did you bring? I didn't bring any food. I brought a couple of cigars for Ronnie. For Yay! All right, that no, doesn't that's count. Fezzy, do you know that the or uh, that the Indians used to bring tobacco to the first Thanksgiving. That's right. I'm, so, I'm being very traditional, Ron. Yeah. I, I, I knew... They what, bring only enough for one pilgrim? Yes. Well, not really. That's It's up to him to share it. Yeah, I'm not sharing that. That's these, that. Sorry. These are uh, illegal Cubans. Thank you so much, Thank Fred. Thank you very much, Fred. Oh, You're the best. <laughs> and we have a Well, very, who's this beautiful young lady? Oh, a very wonderful... <laughs> It's my wife, Casey. <laughs> Hi, Casey. I brought Beanie's box cake. <laughs> we, Beanie, no, we didn't need I, to tell him box, wife. I will definitely be be ready to lick around Beanie's box. Okay. I, I did frost it, though. Okay. Oh, I'll okay. Gonna, I'm going to frost it, too. Oh, well, if there's snow, we can salt the sidewalks with it. There's too much sexual innuendo going on. What's that mean, Fuzzy? It's a little dry. All right, so he didn't get any of the sexual innuendo. <laughs> Whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful day at Thanksgiving. The floats keep coming. Oh, it's Thing 3. Oh. Hi. Well, Thing 3, of course, known for that peanut brittle. And man, do I love it, Fuzzy. Can't wait to get some of that peanut brittle this year. Um, okay. <laughs> well, I brought a tossed salad instead. A tossed salad? <laughs> yes. Not exactly peanut brittle, no. Ron. No, not exactly no. crunchy, sweet, or nutty. I did try to be um, the laziest I could be, so I do apologize. Well, there's always Christmas, thing, Trey. One of the more disappointing floats <laughs> of the year. We're going to keep on moving it on. And not all the floats try. And we have G-Bag. Good afternoon. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, G-Bag. What did you bring for us this year? Uh, the essentials. The, the plates, the forks, the knives, oh. the napkins, all that kind of fun stuff. Good idea and following the salad. <laughs> Is that, and then you can eat them when we're done or just no food whatsoever? Please, I can't cook and, and so, Dean already stole the pastries from me. You stop for $3 worth of paper plates and you're going to be eating like an animal. What a great idea. It was probably a mistake to invite G-Bag this year, Ron. <laughs> Especially for Sheepy who's been hiding. <laughs> Jack also brought a side dish of anger. <laughs> That's pretty and good. I also have two cherry cheesecakes from Dr. Steve. Oh, nice. <laughs> and we can salt the streets with those. Because <laughs> they're dry? Uh, I guess. We'll see. Coming up next, oh, look at who it is. It's the greatest Cuban, African, uh, German, Irishman of all time, Franklin. <laughs> Hello, Franklin. Oh, how are you guys today? I have brought rice. I will tell you how we are. We're concerned about your health. You're just... <laughs> You're Don't losing. Be. I'm feeling great. You're losing weight in a frightening amount. I am, but I have finished <laughs> all my film stuff, so I am back to normal, and I will gain weight very quickly. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> I brought rice and garbanzo beans today with stuffing as a separate dish. I also made <laughs> some cookies, and I brought vegetarian turkey. 
There's no I, such thing. A I turkey know. is a real thing. <laughs> it's a vegetarian roast, but it tastes most like turkey. What is it made out of? It is made out of, like, a mushroom. Then you brought mushrooms. <laughs> but it's not Why mushroom. do you have to make up it's a fucking lie? <laughs> you brought mushrooms and that's fine. I don't make these products. Huh? I don't make these products. I know, but if you bring mushrooms, it's not mushrooms. that is a food. It's you like just sold a mushroom. It. It's like a mushroom, but it's like more tofu-based. Like then you brought tofu. <laughs> you did I not bring a turkey. turkey. That's, all I, that's what they call it. it they, they are wrong. A turkey is an actual Taste thing. It. it tastes like that. Like does it have vegetarian skin on it? Mm, I think it does kind of have Ew. a little bit. You'll like it. You'll like it. It's a surprising dish. We all thought he'd be bringing some dandy candy. <laughs> Thank you, Franklin. Dandy candy. Oh, up next, we have the wonderful float, Angel Pie. Oh. Hi, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Looks like the balloons are coming down the street. <laughs> <laughs> you look fantastic, darling. What do you have today? Thank you. I brought roasted rosemary and garlic baby red potatoes and mm. a chocolate pudding pie. Oh, I will be trying your pie. <laughs> Congratulations, and you look fantastic. Thank you. And I'm I'm picking you as the princess over that uh, little <laughs> Frenchy kid. She's out. Yay! Plus, it's a look, wonderful shirt she's wearing. It right? is a wonderful shirt and a wonderful life. Thank you. All Thank right. you so much, Angel. Fuck everyone. Oh whoa! Everyone loves the next float, Riley Love. Riley Luck. Hello, buddies. Nice to see you, buddy. Hello. Let me just ask: Did you smoke a joint before you came here today? No, I couldn't. Yeah. I got out of work. It sucked. Oh, God. But uh, today I brought Caprice. Tomato and mozzarella. Ooh, Ooh. tomato and mozzarella. Yeah. Excellent, Ron. Well, we're going to have the most Italian Thanksgiving <laughs> ever. This is starting now to look like Columbus Day. <laughs> <laughs> or the last Sopranos episode. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ronnie. Oh, there you go, Always your favorite. Float. You never know when the floats. Well, we thought we could get rid of all the Brooklyn guys, but apparently there's one left. It's Jimbo! Hey, Jimbo. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank Happy Thanksgiving to you, my friend. Hey, Jimbo, what'd you bring today? A box of cookies and a box of cannolis from uh, Fortunato's over in Brooklyn. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm so glad to have Italian food. <laughs> I'm taking the Did you run into any friends over there? Uh, no. No. Nobody wants one. I can't, I can't sell them. The Brooklyn guys love their cannolis. Thank they you really so do. much, Thanks Jimbo. so much, Jimbo. And thanks for dressing up. You look like a million bucks. <laughs> you really do. One of the classier floats you'll see, Ron. And Ron coming up next. Oh, no one really likes this float. It's Earl. Uh, Earl. Hello, everyone. You're part of the show. I understand. You're not a float. You don't belong there. <laughs> I know, but I just In the back of the line. I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring my mother's great sweet potato pie. Earl, get off the float. You're part <laughs> of the show. I'm terribly sorry. Once again, Earl ruins Thanksgiving. And here we go, the big finale, Rod. Oh, this is it's it. Oh, it's what everybody waits for, the old boy. The final float, it's Hard Rock Jury and Turkey. Wow. Hello, boys. I have an assistant today. I have a stalker Patty with a turducken. Oh. <laughs> go ahead, Patty. Say something to Ron. Just ahead. gobble for us, Patty. Happy Thanksgiving. And give us a gobble. Gobble. Gobble, gobble, and a French turkey that said gobel, gobel. <laughs> That's right. Good one. <laughs> Good joke. <laughs> I will say this. Get a picture of that turkey. That turkey is beautiful. That is a gorgeous looking turkey, Johnny. Thank you very much. It's unbelievable. Again, you should be over here. It smells divine. Is yes. the word I would say. Thank you all so much. And thus concludes the wonderful Parade of Side Dishes. The Parade of Side Dishes.
if that's a river dance, that's the real slow part of the river. No rapids whatsoever. Nice was taking us, uh, you know, there's soft show, but um, that was actually a mushy show that you were throwing out there, crazy. That was nice dancing, Mr. Arbuckle. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Good impression. Uh, Ron and Fez show doing a Thanksgiving uh, pillar to post here, Fezzy. Now, did everybody who wanted to do their thankfulness get a chance to say it? Because I know some of the outside people. Oh, HTG would like to be part of Thanksgiving. Yes. No, did, I, did Jews have a Thanksgiving? Yes. Thanksgiving's now, American. Now, does it last seven days or eight nights? How does that work? Just one eight really, turkeys. really long, awful night. Yeah. A lot of guilt. Does it sound like Spandy? Yeah, Spandy just I just relived my Thanksgiving when Spandy talked before. When uh, I did this for nothing. No one touched it and I threw my back out. That's first what time I was, That's what I was thankful for that somebody put his big ZD in the back so we would First time ever anyone could throw out their back carrying a plate of food. Uh, well, I'm sorry, more. Uh, what are you thankful for, HDJ? I, I have a lot to be thankful for this year. I Really, every so much. But this year, I think, has been the year of just friendship. Just amazing. I have the best friends I've ever had in my life. A lot of them are in this room. One of them isn't. Mike Kaka, of course. He's an incredible... Last year, I didn't thank him, and then he came in and said, I, I'm only thankful for Debbie, and I felt really bad for oh, him all year. Oh, yeah. But most of all, I, I'm really thankful for you guys. Um... Not only for just making me feel welcome everywhere, which has just meant so much to me, but both on and off the air, I, I, I just I laugh more than I've ever laughed in my life. I cry with you guys. You you make me think. But let me just say this: Fez makes you cry. I know I'm not telling my Fez story. Fez, ma- Fez makes me cry. But and, and then you, I make you think because Fez doesn't make you think. Exactly right. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> I was trying to be more generic. But in all seriousness, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I look at life, at everything in life in a new way now. Everything just looks better and more interesting. And, and I've even I've changed my mind, which I've never done in my life. I'm the stubbornest person I've ever met. So you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. All right. Yay, Christians! Maybe, maybe next year. Ah, uh, too bad. Let's go a little at a time. Yeah. But no, really. I mean, I, I, I can't thank you enough for just so much you've brought to my ear. Well, that was very kind of you to say. And, you know, I didn't do my thank you, but I am married to Mooch now. So, uh, that came as a shock. Well, wait, I just found out in California it's not accepted. But everywhere else. I'm joking, of course, because the worst thing you could say about a person is that they're gay. It's the very worst. Not the worst. It's not even an insult in the least. Nothing uh, wrong with it. Yes, to the young gentleman over there from the Middle East. <laughs> the Moroccan. Um, I heard the, uh, uh, the Moroccan. Well, I work at the I, UN. I, now we'll accept the Moroccan. I just, wanted to, I, I just <laughs> wanted to let anybody know who is actually gay in this room yeah. that Walmart <laughs> accepts gay marriages and great gay partners. So if you I, have a gay partner well, I and, hope and, and, and they will be live so with you, happy they are welcome to our 10% card. Slobby <laughs> <laughs> shake car, everyone. Shake so car. gay marriages are illegal in California, but legal in the housewares section of Walmart. <laughs> I didn't know that about Walmart, did you? Fez? I had no clue. Yeah. I it, assumed with the blue vest. That, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that, so, that really makes... So, uh, so Fez, if you, yeah. get a, if you get a job Why are we pointing me out? Yeah, Ron but, Bennington could get a ten percent discount too. 
Don't make a joke about it. From you. you did a gay joke. You son of a bitch. Yeah. crazed. Well, this Walmart's so progressive, it really makes up for the fact that they make uh, five-year-old Chinese kids fucking sew for 30 hours a day. <laughs> Look who just walked in. It's our own Brazilian Julie. Hi, Yay! Julie. Hey, Brazilian Julie. Julie, I don't want to let you in on what you missed here, but uh, Mooch and Pixie are married. I hear. So, isn't that crazy? I heard, I heard. Yeah. Um, well, I have something I'm thankful for. Oh, good. I'm extremely thankful to you, Mr. Ron Bennington, oh. and to you, Mr. Fez Watley, for bringing me countless hours of laughter. Thank you very much. Aww, that's nice. Finally, someone rev- sees that me and Fez have helped out a little bit. <laughs> Instead of doing Walmart jokes at our expense. <laughs> Fez, if you get a job there, mm-hmm. Ron Bennington can get 10% off. <laughs> Reading you're married to each other. You got us, because That's the worst thing you could ever say about two men is that they're married to each other. Crazy, don't agree. No, it's not. And let me just say to Walmart, what's next? Ten percent off for a moose coming in there? Um, no, because they're not people. Oh, good point. They're, but good they're point, mammals. Crazy. Moose is crying. <laughs> they're not I, people, but they're mammals. <laughs> Much and like imagine yourself. how many mammals there are. I mean, it, we can't give a discount to every single mammal that's running around. You know? Go out of business. It'd be insane. But, uh, Grace, stop acting like you're on the board of directors and it's up to you to make these decisions. The only decision you're making up if you're doing the cleanup on aisle 9 or 13. Someone's at corporate going, who came up with this mammal plan? Why do they, why do they have to why do they have to look at the <laughs> What did we miss? Uh, Spandy was looking at Big A's thing and bending over provocatively. Yeah. It was a little bit strange. Well the oxycotton has, yeah, has kicked in. Me, he caught me zoning out. That's okay. He likes to catch people sleeping. Then he posts as they fall asleep during the Ron and Fez show. Uh, Has everybody done their uh, thank yous Uh, that needed to? Anybody else? Dean and Dean over here from Brooklyn. Hi, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, how are you, my friend? Good, buddy. Thank you for making me a part of everything and uh, making me feel so welcome. I'm thankful for you guys being in my life. And uh, to all my old friends and new friends and, you know, everyone just having uh, good health this year and just... uh, you know, my family as well. I'm just thankful for all that. And, of course, uh, you're starring in the brand new uh, film that's out there now. Yes. I'm thankful that the film is done. Yeah. Last Night in Brooklyn. Last Night in Brooklyn. You got a website for that? Yes. Uh, cypherproductions.com. All right. Beautiful. Directed by Franklin. So. There's usually a last name that <laughs> dot, follows. Dot, dot. <laughs> now, that short film you guys did, you direct it and Franklin starred in? Yes. Yeah. That was uh, Mommy Just Isn't the Same Anymore. Right, that beautiful yeah. horror film. <laughs> yes. Uh, look at this. Here's our good friends, the Angel Fuck Girls. How are you? Hi, Ronnie. Hi, Pat. What do you say, Hello. ladies? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. What are you guys thankful for this year? Sam made me come in here and say I'm thankful for being his friend. Oh, that's <laughs> beautiful. And I hope you didn't eat any of his shithouse cupcakes. I don't like chocolate. So that's not that. chocolate. By the way, those things are moving. I know, I went out. Really? And saw, yeah. Even though I announced that I saw him in our 
world's worst men's room with those cupcakes, there's still it's leaving ZD far behind now <laughs> in terms of people. Crap cakes <laughs> are leading the ZD. No one knows. They, you know what shit is. No one knows what's in Spandy and Crazy ZD. <laughs> the cupcakes are poison free. That's a big seller. <laughs> Thank uh, you, ladies. We also have Fred from Brooklyn. Well, why, the, women, oh, the girls were going to do something fantastic, and oh, you stepped on sorry, it. No, 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 stay, stay. It's okay, Dave. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Guess what, homo? They were going to kiss. Come back! And by the way, that's the worst thing you could say about a man. <laughs> really not. It is. I know if my partner was gay, I'd kill myself. What am I saying? I'd kill him. Probably shouldn't do either. I'd kill him and get a new straight partner. <laughs> Sam. Really? <laughs> Sam would be my partner. He's very straight. <laughs> no, I know that. Take away Dave's dreams. <laughs> yes, Fred from Brooklyn. Fred. Oh, thank you. Um, Happy birthday, by the way. Thank Fred. you, buddy. Thank you very much. I'd like to um, thank my crazy fucking wife for putting up for me with uh, for putting up with me for 25 years wow. and being married for 20. I'd like to thank uh, my two sons for being healthy and happy, and most of all, this year, I'd like to thank you for pulling a, a recluse out of his basement and throwing his stoned ass before a national audience so he could be hated by a whole lot of people. I'd like to thank you for that. Oh, I, you're more than welcome, my friend. <laughs> Believe me, you. giving you that podcast has just brought me <laughs> no, so much actually, joy. And, uh... It did. It has. <laughs> over, over the course of time, it has, sir. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank and here's you. our good friend, Keisha. Hey, our, Hi, honey. how are you? Good. I'm supposed to be thankful for stuff. Yes, if you'd like to. <laughs> Scotch. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> no, that's about it. You know this is not an AA meeting. I'm not asking oh, what sorry. your problems are. From the looks of Does the people around here, I couldn't Scott. tell. There's a guy with spandex and Velcro shoes. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> and I, I would want to point out that every AA meeting I've ever been to has been exactly like this. Exactly, yeah. The, the exactly. mic goes around, you buzz balls, and that's the end of it. Yeah. I know. Yours started from Oxycontin from your own back pain. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Conaway called. He says he needs his, the act back as quick as he possibly can. So uh, we're thankful to have you here too, Keisha. Thanks. I know you're also a victim of this economy, but... Um, you know, well, I am thankful for severance and unemployment because you yeah. can do a lot of things on, you know, 40% of your salary. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, we'll be looking forward to it and stop back in to see us anytime uh, that you want. So we got everybody now. Is uh, we just have Frenchie and our good, Frenchie. Our good friend Frenchie. <laughs> um, well, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, darling. I'm thankful for... My beautiful daughter, who mm. brings me joy every day. I couldn't live without her. Um, and, of course, Chris for supporting me for the past two years as I've been going through a lot of hard times, mainly recovery from opiates. And I'm almost done my detox. Um, I should be done in the next month or two. So just he's been really supportive and there for me, and I'm very thankful for that and family. And uh, I love you guys. We um, love you too. It's been like eight or nine years, and uh, I don't well, know what I would do without you. When you we really first, are like my family. yeah, when we first met you, you looked exactly like little Frenchie. You, <laughs> it was exactly like yeah. little Frenchie walked yeah. in. Yeah. 
So you can see now, in hindsight, what horrible people we were to allow you to come in. <laughs> but, and, I, and I love you for it. Yeah. I love you for it. I love you both for it. Yeah. So. Thank you. And it's been really great to run into all your different boyfriends over the years here. The, the parade you. of ex-boyfriends. Not so much for me. Which we forgot about. Um, little Frenchie, you have anything that you want? You thankful for anything? You want to say thank you for anything at all? No, not today. Oh, Mikey's boys' daughters were so cooperative. I know. She's not thankful for anything at all. I've got a feeling that's true. <laughs> nope, not one iota. You know, I've always said if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. What's that? I love you, Maya. You don't have to say that. That wasn't her. I'm hey. thankful for the ladder. <laughs> She's adorable, Fred. She really is. Well, what's well, you know, it's nice to meet someone her own age. And I look like a Muppet. Yeah. Let's face facts. Yeah. Oh, you want to get out? Okay. Yeah, I don't blame you. I went out too, honey. <laughs> Goodbye, little Frenchie. We'll sing meatloaf later. Bye, bye. Yeah, karaoke later. Yeah. So we got Joey up here. Hey, Joey. Hi, guys. How are you, buddy? I'm good, thanks. My uh. My wife is 23 weeks pregnant. I'm very thankful wow. for that. Wow. Baby. Yeah, we had a rough year last year, and things are much better, and I'm better, and thank you to all my friends who got me through. I was sick for a while, mm-hmm. but I'm good now. Isn't thank it amazing you. how what differences one year can make, To I remember of all of us sitting around last year, and it was a really tough year where everybody was struggling with different things, and uh, a year later... You can say to yourself, that's that's the reason why you do hold on, that things do get better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah much better this year. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you, Joey. Thank you, guys. Now it's time to talk to Dandy Candy, yeah. our own Franklin. Franklin, you... Hi, how are you? You were the person who took Dean out of obscurity and turned him into America's favorite young actor. Yes, yes. You put him on Tiger Beat magazine. <laughs> <laughs> All the young girls are going to forget about Twilight and musical senior year or whatever. What's that show called? High School Musical. I can't understand it. I remember not even wanting to go see the High School Musical, let alone a movie to do it. Well, but, don't you remember famous Mafia Life Chris cried at High School Musical 3? Yeah, he, he cried ca- because tears. another one of his ideas was Literal gone. <laughs> <laughs> why was he crying? Do you remember why? There was some scene with the uh, uh, a romantic, you know. Oh, the graduation scene. He, <laughs> so he never, never did. And they're gonna be together and. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, I look over, and he goes, I can't believe I'm crying, and I see tears going, and he's wiping. Meanwhile, well, little Frenchie's dancing and running around <laughs> like it's the best thing in the world. Well, Chris had experienced something kind of similar uh, when he was younger. It was GED, the musical. <laughs> 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 he took those nice glasses and he passed that test. <laughs> With flying colors, my pants. So, Franklin, this is a big year for you too, buddy. Yeah, it's a huge year for me. I mean, I'm, I have a lot of the same gratefulness that uh, Dean has. I'm thankful for like all the different projects that that we're working on, the ones that people know about, the ones they don't know about. 
I'm thankful for all the friends that we've developed and, and the audiences that we've, you know, that, that have uh, approached us and told us about the things that we're doing and how much they like it. So, I mean, it's been a really amazing year. It's much different than it was last year. Much different. It's like a nice beginning of something as opposed to like the end. Last or, year was the end for you? Well, last year I felt like I was stuck. I was stuck in the middle of a, an endless pit that we could not find. Like, we couldn't see mm-hmm. the end, much less like imagine it so like to be there it's freaking amazing well, you know? it's great feel yeah it's i'm really thankful for that and all the stuff you guys have done for us like we wouldn't be here in not literally here but we wouldn't be anywhere as a <laughs> well, obviously you yeah. wouldn't be on, here yeah. right now on earth <laughs> yeah we wouldn't be in the studio. stop those guys we don't know them <laughs> <laughs> and uh one other thing i want to bring out we have one other birthday here today oh. today is keisha's birthday oh so happy, birthday, happy birthday, birthday. Keisha. Friends. I'm like, look at that twin. Old. Yeah. How old are you, 30 years old. Oh, that's the best birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh. I love when people tell me that. The yeah. best years are yet to come, right? I am they not looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they like to say that 30 is the new 40. <laughs> no, that. No one should like to say that. <laughs> How old are you, Greybeard? I'm just always. <laughs> I'm old enough yeah. <laughs> to drink. <laughs> I'm also thankful for Tom Landry. <laughs> I didn't get that out. What does that even mean, the Tom Landry? He thing? loves words that rhyme with Andy. <laughs> Last name more, first name Mandy. You know, I really wish I even know who Dandy, Dandy, whatever was. <laughs> I have no idea who that Dandy name Don was. Dandy Don Meredith? Dandy Don Meredith. Yeah, I still don't know who that is. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, Nico's come rushing in here. Nico... <laughs> Would you like to be thankful for something? Uh, yes, I'd like to be thankful. Hold on. Oh, oh. you got to turn the mic on. <laughs> By the way, you catching today? Uh, <laughs> turn your fucking hat around, would you please? <laughs> uh, I'd like to be thankful. Now you look like you're selling the Daily News. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking Newsies 2008. <laughs> Go turn your hat back around. Oddly okay, enough, Craze doesn't have the worst hat in the room. <laughs> there he is. There's Craze. He, Craze thinks it's fun when you don't understand just to bobble yourself. <laughs> uh, go, go ahead, Nico. This is uh, your time. Uh, I'd like to be thankful to uh, Ron and Fez show for providing me, you know, with enough experience for me to finally get my first job in radio. Who are, you, who are you working for? Uh, WVNJ. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> WVMJ. The JJ. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the format? What kind of music do they play here? Uh, it's uh, client based, so but it's client based. Yeah. <laughs> we used to call that infomercial. <laughs> this is for when you're driving to work and <laughs> you want to know how to get rid of headlights. <laughs> Let's see what they got over there at VMJ. <laughs> New so Jersey's client-based radio. <laughs> Would you like to be on the air? Then that'll be five dollars, please. Every caller, then. <laughs> every caller has to fucking give out their credit card. So client-based radio. Very exciting. Yeah. What I, are you going to be doing there? I'm going to be a uh, board op, so I'm get to. What does that cost you? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm very excited. So uh, thank you to all you guys for providing me with that. Do me a favor. See if you can get Sam and Dave in. 
They've got money. I have a feeling that Sam comes from a lot of money. Oh, he's got to. Well, he does live in Westchester. Westchester, he likes to call it. It's possible. Yeah. So this is a big year for you, uh, Nico? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Sam. What was your big money say? Well, I don't come from money. I'm from the streets. Huh? I'm from the streets. What streets? Sesame? In New Rock City. (laughs) The Main Street Posse. New Rochelle. I just noticed the Sam and Dave show both look like Muppets. (laughs) You look like you should be fucking here talking about the letter B and the number seven. That's not true. And I thought you got me. I don't know why I just growled. That's to prove you're not a Muppet. Animal. He's from New Rochelle. Tough town. Yeah, yeah, sure. South side of New Rochelle. <laughs> yeah. I'm from East Side Spring Lake. I, I, I didn't have any idea. That is badass. That's where the Dick Van Dyke boys run up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to fuck with that crowd. Nope. Mm. New Rock City. Yeah. I, uh, is that what you call it? Yeah. New Rock City? Do or die. Yeah. <laughs> my my town's very tough. Craig Biggio's two blocks away. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Scare me. So's your mother. <laughs> David? David, get over here. I can't find the spoon. Um, so I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. This was the most pathetic Thanksgiving. And I've got to say, uh, and I think it's been said individually, but just to put it together, we are the worst bunch of friends anyone. I mean, when you... Look around this room. You, you've you got to just... F- when crazed is the cool kid in our crowd. <laughs> Here I am, chilling with my heavy hat, and I come in at you with the ones and twos, and come in at you with the threes and fours, and I'm wearing the fancy hat, and I'm getting all crazy. You know, here's my buzz. You used to do that and use vowels. I don't know why... You've gone straight constant on us. It's not even English anymore. <laughs> yeah. Of course it's English. It's my own English. <laughs> oh. God. I think Jesse Jackson speaks better. What's who does? Jesse Jackson speaks better. Well, you know, if we just had the 84 election. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but wait. Uh, it, it, but I thought Jesse Jackson was like a very black. intelligent black guy. He is. He's wonderful. And uh, I've never said this, uh, Spandy, to a guest before, but please put a coat on your lap, because uh, the spandex nutsack is... (laughs) It keeps in the freshness. (laughs) I'm so upset. I'm so upset. Why would he be angry? He he chose it to war. Nobody said, hey, here's what you're wearing today. Here's your uniform for Thanksgiving. Why the golf shirt? You would think a tank top or a windbreaker? It's it's almost like a superhero woke up drunk on the floor. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God. God bless you, Spandy, really. I know oh, yeah. the Oxycontin's kicking in, but we all... 
We all enjoyed the ziti and it was fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah it was great. How about our own spandy ass to ass? No. <laughs> Yay. Oh my god. Oh. Can I be put with another girl? Earl, make him stand up. No, that's fine. We don't want to turn this into that. Okay. We can't turn it into the Thanksgiving gay show. Because, by the way, that's the worst thing you can ever say about a man is gay. Yep. It is really not. It's not an insult at all. Well, it is to me and you. It's something that me and I think not I to all of us. speak for the entire Ron and Fez show no. when I say we're anti-gay marriage. Pro. Half of us are right, pro. I just wanted to say... Yes. I just wanted to say uh, thank you to people who couldn't be here tonight uh, due to prior arrangements. Uh, my co-host and friends, uh, Alki and Solera. Oh. Big thanks to them for uh, just everything this year. They've been really, really cool on the show. And uh, we're doing uh, pretty good. We're going to do a Thursday show, uh, 9 thir- uh, 10.30 to one thirty. So if anyone wants to go on Pal Talk and check out uh, our show, yeah. uh, feel free. Yeah, thankful for the plug. That's the hat show. Uh, Thursday, uh, tonight? So that'll be tonight? That would be tonight. Yeah. 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 Very nice. Okay. That'll be, uh, <laughs> anybody else got anything they want to plug? Anybody else doing a show? Sam and Dave, you got anything you want to plug? Another three um, months? They're going to rock another tape? Uh, I'll make this special announcement today. It's a special day. Wait a minute. Dave is going to make a special announcement. I was saving for later. Yep, the special announcement is next week we'll have a special announcement. <laughs> Yay! These kids are really mobile. <laughs> this is like the wonders where every time you look, they're further up the chart. Me too, Radio Land. Ronnie, I'm waiting for your, like, you, you know, your Thanksgiving inspiration stuff, your reflections on the year. I really feel like it was such a wonderful year, and uh, just to be in here with uh, with everybody, this is what Thanksgiving is about for me. It's just to be able to share this with all you guys. And I know that the the best thing to do and the easiest thing to do is be able to do this show and not look at you. But <laughs> even when we get to hang out with you guys like this, it's really... Uh, Close and uh, to be able to do this show with Fez and Fez, I know you feel the same way. That it's just uh, an amazing year, and I'm just thankful to you guys. In all honesty, 100%. Thanks so much, and everybody listening uh, everywhere around the country. Fezzy, uh, this is it for us. We uh, we got to move on, but uh, coming soon a very special Christmas show. All the same people <laughs> talking about what they're merry about, <laughs> what you want. What's that? I said maybe I could use the ZD then. Oh, yes. Put it in the freezer. Put it in the freezer. Put it in the freezer. It's going to say uh, fine. Put it in the spandex. Fuzzy, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> <laughs> you got anything you need to add here before we get going? Just again, thank you to everybody. Thank you so much to the kind people in my life, uh, the, especially the people who can keep a secret. I really appreciate that. <laughs> it's a, let me just tell you guys, it's such a major secret. It would blow you away. <laughs> Are you ready to do it, Fez? You want to drop that bomb? Uh, Is that it? Let me tell you, maybe for the New Year's show. Okay. I, I, 2012. Here's the thing. If I gave you guys a million guesses, you'd guess it on the very first one. <laughs> <laughs> that's I the think, kind of secret that it is I think they'd all be shot <laughs> so that's it God bless all you guys and let's God hope we get you. to do this again Thanks, this Thanks. Year. love you guys
Thank you, Ron and Fez.